0: Create your podcast today on Anchor.fm. Hello, Brazilian Dragon Squad. It is me, Felipe. And what you're about to listen to is a fantastic episode with the great Matt Scott. Now, if you don't know who Matt Scott is, that is a shame on you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed getting to know him in this episode. But I just wanted to pop in here and say that there's a little bit of a content warning and a trigger warning for this episode. We do discuss mental health and grief. Uh, through the lens of the movie and it's a surprisingly dark movie at times so I just wanted to give everyone a heads up we talk about it we give an additional trigger warning in the moment but just want everyone to protect their peace and uh feel free to skip this episode if you need to protect your mental health that is the most important thing um with that said if you do choose to join us I think you're gonna have a great time Matt is one of the nicest people on the planet and yeah so take it away theme song Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast, here to talk about Harriet the Spy from 1996 today, and I'm your host. I'm a little spy myself, but I like to take notes on everyone and on these movies that we watch, all these characters. Uh, It is me, the Brazilian Dragon, Felipe, and I'm not alone. I am joined by someone who is an even bigger cameo than Eartha Kitt, may she rest in peace, Matt Scott matt how are you doing
1: oh my god what a mood to start on uh rest in peace eartha kit it it was good having you the years yeah. you're around i think she's she passed away like uh 11 or 12 years ago maybe yeah Something i mean like she's that. to me
0: she's yzma from emperor's new groove but i saw she's her name icon the, i saw her name in the intro and i was like oh eartha kits in this movie and then i watched the movie she's there for like not even a full minute of screen time
1: i'm just impressed she did all of that from bed like that is a flex if i've ever seen one from an actress or she's an actor.
0: such a queen like may she rest what, in
1: peace what a queen great to yeah. be here i'm happy to yes. be here um yeah. despite eartha kitt's untimely uh passing about 12 to 13 years ago but how's it going how's, how's, how's it's how's the good podcast? i don't know how things welcome to the
0: brazilian dragon yeah. matt tell the listeners
1: Oh Make fans if
0: they don't know who you are Ooh. but tell the listeners who you are
1: oh my gosh yeah my um I'm, I'm matt scott i am a taurus uh i live in washington dc and i'm a podcaster i'm on rob has a podcast for the most part and and while i've appeared on post show recaps on silent podcast with some stuff my main stuff on rhap right now is co-hosting the wrestling rehab up a pro wrestling podcast with the one and only mari fourth if you don't know her if you don't know her Luck. i'll fight you if you don't know Mari. i, I have to walk out of this podcast if yeah. you don't know her um and then i also am the host of pod friends where i have confessional conversations with people in this in the rob has a podcast universe so that's podcasters some other people i'm actually just approaching um the season finale of pod friends season one um the the episode will drop on i March think this 6th. episode
0: will drop after your episode drops
1: like well it dropped. It dropped. Yeah, they it just dropped. See, yep. it, Felipe, it wasn't a great episode that yeah. I had oh, with Wendell. Wendell was Wendell so
0: interesting to listen to. Like, yes, I loved HGTV your dynamic zone. Yes, yes, Survivor
1: Zone. Yes, you had uh,
0: such a great rapport And honestly, what was your favorite for...
1: like question that I asked?
0: Oh, I love the one that you asked him about, like, what it was like to play with Jeremy, his survivor hero. Uh, Yeah, that was, was, oh my god. I might be a little biased,
1: but I love that that (laughs) that question. I'm like, damn, now I actually need to ask that question when I (laughs) record it. (laughs) Uh, It's all good. But yeah, I'm happy to be here. And yeah, it's, it's, I'm a, obviously I was a, I'm a kid of the 90s, and Harriet the Spy had yeah. more of an influence on me than I realized, because that was the one movie that really jumped out to me when I kind of thought about what to talk with you about
0: Yeah, here. so what's your history with Harriet the Spy and Michelle Thatchenberg? How do you say her last name? Trachtenberg? Trachtenberg.
1: Trachtenberg. Come on, put some respect on her name, yeah. Felipe. Uh, my history, I probably saw it in real time, maybe... Did you see it in the theaters? I would have been four. So maybe, maybe not. I have... I have, um older siblings too and so i don't maybe maybe i saw in theaters but i know i had the little i had the the oh my gosh i almost called it a dvd the orange vhs tape VHS that yeah and so that so was one of my favorites yes yeah. and it was and i think the other piece of it too is that the um you know this movie for me came in at a time where i at first i was a big fan, fan of power rangers of shows like that um you know watching like nickelodeon and other stuff too um, especially because of my older siblings, but then I really got into um like spy stuff like I remember playing James Bond Goldeneye 007 on n sixty four I remember Carmen San Diego creeping around like she probably still does yeah look at this all this spy kit. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I can't handle it, spy kids. Oh, I'm gonna cry. The video, that was video one, one had a in my life for a long time. Um, Blues Clues, they uh, the detective stuff. Are you gonna you know. watch the okay? No, the, the Spider Verse <laughs> Blues Clues movie. I will. That will not be me. Uh, that was not at the top of my list. Uh, but you know what? It was a good. It was a good kind of like background with all of these shows, and I think that Harriet the Spy really kind of kicked off my love maybe of the spy did you all stuff have,
0: did you have those spy toys like the goggles i had and all the sorts Night of vision toys. ones the like the, yeah like, listening cups and stuff
1: yeah. i had it all i had it all and the thing that was cool is that i think like they sold those at stores like probably at toys R Us. toys R Us, of course but like they also i want to say I might, I might be making this up, but who cares? No one knows if I'm making it up. Um, but, you know, we had, like, book fairs at my um, Scholastic at my book growing. fair? Yeah, and I yeah. think they sold spy toys at some of those, too. I'm just Me saying. Me and her Maybe were besties. Uh, yeah. Look, the Scholastic. The Scholastic yeah, yeah, Miss Scholastic. She's a lot of fun. Um, I got so, so I many her. cool
0: books and toys from her. Um, I
1: know. Oh, my gosh. What an icon, Miss Scholastic. these, these days Scholastic probably don't it. even
0: have the Scholastic book fair anymore, right? Uh,
1: kids don't even know how to read anymore. For they the don't play. know how it's to what use what a VHS Travis tape. Like, so I'm Look at our kid. public education system. Come on. No. um, Yeah, kids don't know what they're doing, but we did because we had all of the cool spy toys. And so yeah. I, I think that when I first watched this movie, and actually, I guess for a while after, because it was like the spy era, I just was like, yeah, I would love to be a spy. That would be awesome. And I think my thoughts are like, uh, they're a lot more complicated in adult now because i'm like almost 30 so that's yeah. kind of how things go you know so while i did know the feeling
0: of watching the vhs and then having to rewind and sitting with anticipation to watch it again <laughs> i never saw this movie until uh last night what? uh i don't think i've ever seen this movie because like i thought she was gonna be what? more of a spy matt might just walk off this podcast right now um, no,
1: I mean I get it. You know, you're a youth. I'm I'm old, aging. I don't have any I don't think I have any gray hairs yet, but like I'm I'm uh, you know, I'm a boomer. Oh, I was at people, Target so. the other
0: day and in uh-huh. the reflection, I was like, "Do I have gray hairs already?" And then oh my I gosh. was like, "Gosh. Very No, wait, out. let me
1: look. I don't, I don't think, think no. no, you don't. Okay, thanks for leaning into the camera yeah. for that. Uh no, you don't, you know, maybe there I don't see
0: any. I think if I do, I'll rock it. And we'll like own it but you have to
1: set your your webcam yeah. to I hd mean, and then i can tell if if, if you have grays but you yeah know, it's like, looking good so far listen so, i'm not a big you're... fan
0: of matt Kleins or anyone from big brother 19 <laughs> but i will say the man knew how oh. to rock the gray hair
1: <sighs> another <sighs> uh i would take the gray hair over everything else about him including his face so yeah. um you know uh, i yeah. never thought he'd be referenced i mean <laughs> you didn't even you couldn't even bring up raven oh there was a moment in time that I
0: like was such an ironic Raven stand that it ended up becoming unironic.
1: Raven, uh, I don't, I, you know what? And I don't even remember her last name. I'm not going to try. Do not say it if you do. Um, we're not talking about that, so Raven, we're talking about the Raven that was on Big Brother uh, who had the inverted spine and, yeah, other things. and a PA in dance. I hope she's okay. Dance. I hope she's okay.
0: A GPA in dance, sorry, I think was the, like, um, it, she uh, did
1: a lot. There was a lot going on yeah. there. Um, she was the puppet and- master. Yeah, she liked a lot of parties. She liked exposed parties. She liked a lot of Kool-Aid. So did Toddrick. Uh, so did Todrick. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, this, yeah, is but this is not a big, this is a big Brother. podcast.
0: Yeah. Uh, you could how hear do you me think on, those would do on Big Brother. Though? How
1: how would how would Harriet do on Big Brother? Yeah. I think Harriet would get kicked like voted out pretty quickly. She
0: would like she has big first HOH then hohitis like energy. Like you saw how all those kids turned on her? Like
1: yeah, but she, like at the same messy. time, she's not winning. Is she yeah. winning? Are no. we talking about Harriet? Like uh, this was so they they filmed the movie when Michelle Trachtenberg was ten years old. So like I'm assuming Harriet's also ten. Um yeah. Do you, are we imagining like ten year old Harriet in the Big Brother house? Yeah. Or... This whole cast, like the
0: whole the whole oh. characters in this movie, like with these children. Yeah. My my winner pick is Janie.
1: Janie, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotta love gotta love a good woman in stem and you uh love- you know i like her i uh, she's definitely rootable i think she'd be america's uh, america's favorite there yeah. but i actually know my winner pick is gully <laughs>
0: probably
1: no i'm gonna go with marion hawthorne and everyone's gonna Ooh. be pissed Yes, you would win, and, like, she she it would be, like, energy. such an
0: unsatisfying season, because, like, we'd be waiting for weeks for something to happen, and then...
1: Yeah, you're going with, like, the it. what we would want, but, yeah. oh my gosh, someone, if you're listening, and you are a Brant Steele creator, you need to create the Harry, the spy, big brother, Brant Steele. Actually, Definitely. I might need to do that after this podcast.
0: Yeah. Oh, tune into matt's twitch channel if he has one
1: <laughs> i don't i don't so i'll just be doing it for myself yeah do <laughs> we'll it instead of one though just like
0: cancel off one and be like listen i need to actually do a Harriet the five <laughs> brand deal for my last episode of pod friends
1: i'm look i mean i'll I, it's not out of the no. question is all i'm saying
0: <laughs> yeah um but yeah just i do want to shout out like i think you grace jessica Frey and maddie g are like the mount rushmore of harriet the spy fans from the oh my gosh uh, the rtp universe so i just wanted to shout out all of you in this one moment um i
1: don't deserve to be on the mount rushmore of harriet the spy fans
0: i mean you did say i might have thoughts that might remove my stand card and then i had to rewatch the movie because i might have like interpreted you as thinking
1: the movie was not good. look it I the the thoughts are so complicated because I think similar to you, like I watched it um twice to get ready, or I watched it like at least Matt is it was so like dedicated to
0: the craft. Two. He not only bought this movie once, he bought it twice.
1: I'm all about it. I'm all about this. This is what it's all about, people. Yeah. Harriet the spy. And it's an iconic movie. Like it the is. fact that people remember it and there are so many vivid scenes that just kind of leapt back to me in all this. It is I think it's easy to watch it and cancel the movie so quickly because that was me and then i realized that this movie is deeper than i realized as a child and I almost it could have brought me to tears I, it honestly it would have brought me to tears but i had a uh, similar josh wiggler i had lasik eye surgery i had lasik like two months ago so my eyes are really dry so like i can't cry as easily as i would but like I would have been crying watching this movie if not for Lay 6
0: Still, the most embarrassing moment of this podcast was when I cried three times during Quince. Oh my <laughs> watching gosh. Quince. I don't know why. I think it was a long day. I'm just going to blame it on that. And I just. Thought, I was
1: going to say, do you want to talk about it? But like, that's. This is not the time. Yeah. The people, the don't people worry. I talked about it with my period. therapist
0: already. <laughs> like, and she, she's aware.
1: Yeah, um, but shout out. For- uh, and by the way, this is an ad for BetterHelp. Enter <laughs> offer, co- I don't have an offer code, but just, you know, therapy this is grade.
0: pro-therapy podcast.
1: And actually, I will say that this might not be the only time that therapy comes up, because I do think that mental health is an important part of Harriet the Spy. And I didn't realize it the first time around. I also didn't really realize it on the, fully realize it. On the first rewatch just in the last few days and then I watched it again and it blew my mind
0: yes um, so just some quick facts so the movie uh, was released in theaters July 10th 1996 a year mm-hmm. and 17 days before I was born um, and then it was <laughs> I don't know why I felt the need to say that
1: <laughs> but... did you just cal- did you
0: calculate that well my birthday is July well I mean... seven so it's easy yeah but like
1: look Was it maybe there was a leap year it could have been oh
0: maybe there was well i don't know 1996 to 97 i don't think there's a leap year but
1: well i I wasn't there i don't remember
0: and released on home video february 25th 1997 with an orange clamshell packaging as wikipedia describes um which is a big Hmm. sense memory for you i I assume i didn't
1: really i don't remember the clam part of it but i do remember the the orange yeah i remember the actual like vhs because like I don't know, I just, it was so visceral. Like, it was the, because it was the orange, the same orange as, like, Nickelodeon Slime. So, it was, yeah. was really iconic at the time. Or the Nickelodeon Blimp, um, or, like, the orange they used on all that, and all all those shows. And so, yeah, it all kind of tied together. Nickelodeon was next level with their branding at that time, especially. Yeah,
0: no, uh, this was apparently the first full feature Nickelodeon project. Uh, did you? Did yours come also with the little rhino jumping? Around at the beginning of the movie, or no?
1: No, mine didn't. Mine didn't come with that. My, my, my well, my VHS did back in the day, but uh, my watch in the watch the watch didn't come not. with that. I I, I got know. the
0: little rhino jumping around with the no,
1: and I'm I'm kind of angry that I didn't get that now. I'm sorry. So now I'm bitter, Mr. nickelodeon or Mrs. nickelodeon or I don't know who the Nickelodeon person is, but I don't like them.
0: Yeah, did you ever read Harriet the Spy* like the book?
1: uh uh no let's say yeah. no i'd have I no recollection of it
0: yeah um but this is definitely uh based of it my actually familiarity with harriet the spy i don't think i ever saw the movie but in 2010 disney channel did a harriet the spy blog war starring jennifer stone from wizards of overly place um and so maybe maybe we'll have to come back in a couple months and do that movie Um, look
1: you 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 young people really keep me young bringing harriet (laughs) the spy back in 2010 gosh i was and it was a blog series not not uh like that oh my gosh Um, look at that and then the last the last one blog
0: yeah a blog
1: harriet (laughs) we could go into that but like you know I wonder how things would have been different if Harriet yeah. could have just had like a live journal or something like that. Do you think they, like the
0: new version is uh, Harriet's a TikToker and she does TikTok I,
1: diaries? I would like a world where like Harriet, you know, like has a password protected <laughs> blog or something where she doesn't get exposed. That'd be yeah. nice.
0: Yeah. Um, the last fun fact that I have is that, uh, so they went to Toronto to film this fall of 1994, uh-huh. winter of 1995. And the first day of shooting was October eleventh, nineteen ninety four, which was Michelle Trachtenberg's yes. ninth birthday.
1: Yeah, it was her ninth her ninth birthday.
0: Yes, and we we can talk more about the video that we both found separately and then talked about individually, or like we brought yeah, it we'll together. we to talk
1: about that because that was so adorable. It it's it's interesting. It's yeah. so interesting to like. We'll get. We'll talk about that later. We don't want to get too ahead of ourselves yes. in terms of what, where she, you know, what she's saying. and if, uh, I guess maybe to tease it, you know, that was an interview of Michelle from four months ago, I believe, from what YouTube told me. Hopefully YouTube didn't lie to me. I think it was like um, an E! Yeah.
0: News interview or something. It was something,
1: but she did talk about Harriet the Spy and who knows? Maybe she hated it. Maybe she's angry. Yeah. Maybe she has trauma associated with it. Who knows? Maybe she loved it.
0: That's a tease we'll for later. Yeah. when we talk about it later. Stay, <laughs> stay until the team. end is
1: kind yeah. of the point. Yeah. You got to um, drop in those little breadcrumbs so people actually uh, stay around and listen to us just to pal around over here.
0: Yeah. So Harriet wants to be a writer. So she's spying on her neighborhood and classmates and she writes everything down in her little notebook. She has her little mm-hmm. binoculars. Yeah. Um, and uh, we we meet all her classmates. uh including uh, Sport and Janie, who are her best Mm -hmm. friends. And they draw in this purple marker, this uh, God of Thunder. I didn't write down his name, but um, because they wanted to be blood siblings, but they didn't want to, they thought it would be less painful to draw. And then so they all put it on their foot and then like stamp it.
1: Yeah. Have you ever seen anyone do this? No, never have seen it then or since. Before or since. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe we should bring it back. I will say this that I thought in re watching this, and again, you know, adult me noticed this, but I kind of remembered this from like the movie the first time. A lot of feet, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, like the whole smelly feet Harriet thing for me, I get it because I'm just well, like, like, it makes mm-hmm, sense because mm-hmm. she never watched it. Like we see her in the bath later holding her foot up
0: above the water so she doesn't like remove the, the purple drawing.
1: Maybe her feet did really smell a lot then. Yeah well you know i i just thought that was interesting like i wonder this is all a point where i'm like who made this movie and i don't know i'm just saying we don't need all that you know people could keep their shoes on
0: and, they, and you know
1: but also brown when was... hughes who
0: brown when hughes um doesn't have a ton <laughs> of credits uh, on the movie side, Brown. Uh, she's Hughes, directed but... a lot of TV though. She directed two episodes of Thirteen Reasons okay. Why. Oh, she directed. She directed the season five premiere of Better Call Saul. So, okay, so she she
1: has. I trust Brownwyn Hughes. I think that Brownwin's probably fine. I I I don't know, but any but I do think that like you know, cute movie. Lots of yeah. fun. They had all they had little mums. Better okay. not to the to cut themselves though and exchange blood. That's just yeah. n- n- not advisable.
0: My biggest takeaway from the whole movie is that the kids not only are great child actors, like they mm-hmm. it feels like they're children. But yeah. I just have to imagine it was so much fun to be on that set as a kid.
1: Yeah, I mean it it seems like it, or you know, I I mean so hard to tell, especially because there was definitely a point, and I think we were still in it, where like kids child actors just were still having like negative experiences people weren't necessarily looking out for like their well-being and all that so i would actually really love to hear like a harriet the spy reunion with all these people yeah um just to hear what was going through their minds but it sounds like it could have been a lot of fun i mean i would imagine anytime you're around like that many kids your age and not focused on school it's probably fun um so and yeah, because there activists? were a lot of them, I feel like it was yeah. probably
0: more fun than if it was just like one or two child actors that, like, yeah. But who knows? Like, I know there are Nickelodeon shows that, like, have dealt with like struggles yeah. with child actors. Um, like, yeah. I for me, this movie felt like kind of a less fun and goofy, more like like proper School of Rock.
1: Like, oh, that's an interesting comparison. And like, that I was like also a really like liked yeah i
0: feel like the kids in school of rock might have been a little more two-dimensional these were like more like realized kids but like totally they were like it felt more normal as opposed to like the school of rock situation is outrageous like these uh flippant, like aj i agree that dewey characters. Dewey, dewey needed to be uh arrested oh, dewey what yeah no oh, wait, oh, wait what school of rock
1: yeah look yeah. there's there, I, I have, have to i not rewatched school dewey of rock in to be years arrested <laughs> I haven't watched it in years, so I'll t- I'll take your word for it.
0: Yeah, uh, Manny Fresh can fight me. Uh, that <laughs> I actually don't know if I want that because he's smart, much smarter, wittier than I am. So hey, I revoke those. I, I retract that. those statements that were made on this like audio notebook that I made
1: about ten seconds ago.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we just get a lot of world building at the beginning. So we get introduction to Marion. We get introdu- introduced to Harrison, the cat and bird man, who. The health department is into because
1: they think it's a health code violation uh yeah there's a lot going on here at the start of the movie and i think like i don't know it's just like there's so many strange little things like we see someone try to rob a like rob an older lady and then she like runs off but then harriet like um unwittingly apprehends this criminal and then we get like again uh, at the very beginning, Marion's walking up with I believe Rachel, and they refer to like the the little uh, the group the, Harriet and Janie and Sport, who's yeah. all actually Simon, yeah, um, which confused me a lot um, later on. But yeah, so it, I thought Janie
0: for a while, and I couldn't because Janie yeah. is a gender neutral name. Yeah, and Sport I guess could be a gender neutral. So I was like, which one is which? Like I' couldn't you know for
1: a while. I will say one thing I did pick up on the first uh the first rewatch, I'll say was just that I thought that they they were doing some interesting things with gender in this movie. and I don't know if they were attempting to do that or not, but it was very interesting. Like you didn't have there weren't like stereotypically gendered outfits for a lot of the characters i mean i think harriet is in pants (laughs) the entire time which i think is probably notable um but i don't know i I, yeah that did jump out to me and and is one of the things i look at this movie um to appreciate like oh that's kind of progressive or like marion hawthorne had a very specific horse girl type of like um outfit that she would wear you know that was her thing right so everyone has their own thing which was kind of cool um but yeah they did really they did some things with gender. Some of it was off, but it was also 1996. So. Yeah. Well, like we,
0: there are things in this movie that do not hold up. Like, oh, totally. Harriet drops the R word and say the word, friend. the word. like
1: Harriet uh, talks about the boy with purple socks and says he should hang himself. Not great. Yeah. Um. You know, there's like a lot of that. Uh, there's the, there's the whole thing with sport where Harriet takes a picture of sport with like the um I don't even know what that's called, but I'll say like the made out. The made outfit is then, what I have like, in my notes. And then later uses that to like make Black fun now. of him.
0: Yeah. So. The, the, oh, when I my first watch of the movie was like, this unlocked a lot of like bullying like memories that I had repressed from middle school. I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. Um, there's a lot know,
1: of bullying in this movie, which And uh, you know, let me just say, let me just put it out there, because I don't want to I don't want to hold back right now. I feel like I'm holding back. Harriet should be canceled harriet the character harriet m welsh deserves to be canceled because for many reasons and i, mean, I kind of came around you kinda i kind of them already <laughs> i saw yeah some of them um one of them is i think i don't know felipe but i get a little bit of like a peeping tom vibe from mm-hmm. she, she
0: crawled into Eartha kit's home
1: a like lot of it twice tom. yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's sad and then and there's there's that there's and then like everything she's saying about the kids was so mean about all yeah. the other like you didn't have to put yeah, that in writing of the kids uh i'm quoting yeah. she was like yeah uh carrie is now uh
0: like all the boys love carrie because she spent the summer growing her boobs or something. yeah like yeah she said yeah. that harriet kind of needs to be canceled like i don't think uh-huh bullying was the right approach afterwards but like yeah sport and Janie and all the kids had justifiable reasons to never want to speak to her again and even laura peters it was about the pinched face she yeah her face isn't pinched she had no business coming for laura
1: oh like, this is for laura
0: that makes me so also, sad that was though, like, so mean to cut the hair like that
1: <laughs> i mean honestly the whole even like the idea that this young girl would have to like actress um yeah. alicia morrison's her name the fact that she would have to live life as the girl who had the pinched face in harriet the spy that's not great so oh. you were a gleek or no i was no no okay. but shout out to them shout out to the choir room um yes was, yes yes there yes, was yes, yes. um
0: an early episode where Sue sylvester cuts this man's hair he has a ponytail he just she just like snips it on the stairwell and that's what that vibe was. I was like, "Oh my
1: gosh, leave people's
0: hair alone! Like, do not leave touch their, them without consent. leave their
1: hair alone, leave their face alone. Do not touch them without consent." There is also some um, non consensual touching I- involved later on uh, with Harriet and Blue Paints, right? And so, yes. there's just a lot that is very aggressive, and I can't even be that mad at Harriet because, like, her parents don't parent her, and oh golly 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 she like she's barely there Uh,
0: she's barely there
1: well she left she up and left yeah but she was okay Rosie O'Donnell was in this movie for maybe all of 20 minutes yeah (laughs) I think she like was in from like minute
0: 10 to 30 and then she came back Uh like for like five minutes max so yeah
1: yeah, so look. I
0: I was surprised at how much I liked Rosie O'Donnell. I didn't like my familiarity with her was from the Survivor Marquesas reunion and yeah. then also like the Rosie O'Donnell stuff, but like I, I I felt like she was a very fun, unique character. She was very like soft-spoken and chill. And mm. she was a little sarcastic and dry at times, and she yeah. she was like she knew how to talk to Harriet and I really liked her character.
1: What was she going for though with that with her look, you know? I'm trying to yeah. figure that out. Was she? Was it a Mary Poppins type of thing? It or? felt Mary
0: Poppins, but also like with the bowler hat. Um, yeah, like it's a vibe. Like it gives me a little Professor Umbridge vibes. That I hat.
1: wish I understood what was happening in the in with the look, but I mean it makes sense. I mean, action doesn't make. I don't know. None of it makes <laughs> That's sense like to me. Fashion. I, I agree with that. And he's like, no. let's <laughs> go. I'm like, I actually don't. No, I'm just like, it was very particular and unique. You know what? I think maybe this goes back. Okay, I'm going to be less judgmental, everybody. I'm so sorry. I have to issue a retraction. Don't clip that or cancel me. Um, you know, it's unique, right? Yeah. It's very particular. It, there were, there was clearly a lot of thought that went into that fashion
0: it definitely I just kind of... don't get it. Do you it. think this takes place in the '60s or do you think it takes place no, in the '90s? Because the original is taking place
1: in the '90s. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought too. But like, this is.
0: I was like, why is she wearing this outfit? And I was trying to be like, was it a '60s? <laughs>
1: yeah, that, I don't even think this would have been like a '60s look. Yeah. This to me, this was like a very, I don't know, like I picture her walking through London, like.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, the, I mean, you know, they filmed in Toronto. It felt. Things? Like at times it felt like New York, but at times it felt like London
1: y. Look, I don't know. But there's, there's like, there's, the, there's a lot to wrap, wrap your head around with that. But like, yeah, yeah it was, uh I don't know. And maybe people who are listening could like tell us, but I wonder did the fashion feel like it was up to date? I think the fashion was pretty on, on spot on um but it did kind of feel like there were some like aggressive choices like again marion hawthorne or I, well we talked about golly but like marion hawthorne i don't know where she got her outfits but like i don't know any kid who had again she had like riding boots half the time like she was ready to to like ride a pony and go somewhere and like that's great but i don't know anyone who dressed like that back in the yeah. day yeah um so.
0: no, I I think it's very uh weird what she did outfit wise. Yes.
1: Oh Felipe, um, I like the interactive elements of podcast. So I'm gonna say if you are listening and you dressed exactly like Marion Hawthorne, uh tweet me at Matt Look at that, see? I love it. Yes. Uh and yeah.
0: you have with to a sh- picture. With I a was picture gonna say you have you. to show the picture. Yes.
1: No, I yeah, please. And uh,
0: please I won't include laugh. me too, what the fleep. I would like to see this.
1: Like I'm not gonna I'm I wasn't gonna drag you into that but okay, oh, hey, no I love it
0: we're in this together Matt
1: it's better together yeah, yeah.
0: like the Amazing Race we're, we, look at that we got this
1: oh my gosh we're gonna go that's the, the that's a task together. for
0: the listeners uh, if you wanna Spoiler. move on to the next, next country
1: we were cast yeah. on the Amazing Race don't tell yeah. anyone um, yeah season 34 yep that's sorry, us. Mari. Yep, sorry, sorry Mari sorry Jacob. sorry Jacob actually you replaced follow. Mari
0: no no remember i remember in episode Mari three, three when she hands. yeah and i'm a Mari stan so that. i throw hands at myself <laughs>
1: i'm a no i'm a Mari stan i'll throw hands at myself because i'm more of a Mari stan
0: true you are you are her friend and uh, i'm just know, a friend a, in my head <laughs>
1: like, look that's that's it i mean Mari's a friend in my head <sighs> look at that shout out to Mari. uh at Mari talks too much too like the number two why am i plugging Mari right now in the middle of a, <laughs> a podcast that she is not yeah. on <laughs>
0: because we stand <laughs> because uh, why not that's the question why not
1: because that's why yeah
0: so we get introduced to everyone including <laughs> gully uh who's is nanny yeah. and basically like the only person like her parents are always at these like extravagant parties yeah um, well what kind
1: of parties are these
0: i don't so because i, I would her like her to dad know. dad is either a playwright or a screenwriter because he talks about writing and yeah. like we mentioned in the pre-show, we had a conversation in the pre-show about like mm-hmm. networking and jobs and stuff like that. Yeah. But like you would think that maybe her dad could hook up sports dad with like a connection, even an informational.
1: Yeah, I have questions about what kind of parties they were going to. Oh. Like, I didn't think it was like necessarily an industry. Like, these were all industry parties, you know? Because like, like where are more they? Yes. Okay. I- I'll just say, I I thought like maybe they're going to swinger parties i don't know i'm just saying it i don't they did have like a weird they had a weird they had not a weird vibe they had like a a particular vibe yeah yeah and they didn't Um, seem like they were like well connected in the industry yeah and also like this was not la right like where were they (laughs) well maybe he's like a playwright for broadway
0: or he's a writer for like s n l some well, That's, I think head the
1: head. the biggest thing I learned is he really needed to have the break that sports dad mm-hmm. actually ended well, up.
0: well, they have a lot of money. I don't know if it's generational wealth or like where their income is coming because
1: you mean like based on the house or based, based on, on the on house like their based on also
0: more it was more telling, not showing, I feel like that yeah. was like the fact that
1: Gully was like the, yeah. even there,
0: <laughs> yeah, but also um yeah, like. Harriet was like, "Oh, sports so poor. He needs to get his dad needs to get a real job." That felt like very elitist.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. For a child, oh man, that's so sad. I actually just wanted to cry hearing that. You yeah. you repeat that so sad for a child. Yeah, for a child to talk about. Yes, her they were friend, definitely her rich.
0: best friend like that. Like,
1: yeah, um, I will also about... say, yeah. <laughs> but, please, please, yeah. Can we talk wait, no, about wait. that
0: abandoned playground thing. <laughs> Oh Billy takes them to, and they like do like make a wish with this like diet soda, like shake it up, shake it up, and then uh, drink your wish. But she sprayed that soda on them? Yeah,
1: what was that place? It was nice. It it was like this, like like a dream garden. Uh, is yeah, that like a, I, I made that not up? Mystical,
0: bit. like I was like, is this in the right movie? Did they like wander onto the wrong set?
1: It was a dream garden, duh, where people have dreams and fun. Yeah, that's my explanation. I have no clue, and that you know what? I, does it? did it even matter? No. To me, it mattered because well, I was wondering how. Like, I want backstory. How were they? Like, how did Golly know the the garden? People, yeah. No, I want to know that too.
0: Um, did you ever do like the superstitious soda thing? Because that was new to me. No. No. Um, no. Did you have any superstitions growing up?
1: Or, oh, like, yeah, stuff? I'm sure lots of them um uh, uh well no like basic stuff like stepping on a crack break your mother's back oh, yeah, like no. that type of thing you know but i don't like walking under ladders stuff that like people still know about okay. nothing nothing ra- random like uh spraying myself with a uh, fizzy soda and then drinking yeah no i never did stuff
0: like that mates. but i definitely had superstitions uh yeah. like even like uh like make you a tell your me. eyelash or something like that that was like when an eyelash falls out uh that that was one that i did a lot i'm trying to think what else others.
1: what other uh, suspicions
0: um a lot of my superstitions overlap with like ocd is suspicions or <laughs> suspicions
1: i think it's suspicions but it's you know <laughs> it's it. all good
0: uh a lot of, so like we can talk more about like my journey with my ocd at another yes. point in time but like a lot of them do come like if i don't wash my hands then i'll be like anxious that's like something bad might happen so a lot of like that's like connected to emotional contamination in that sense
1: you like, know it's it's interesting yeah the, no i feel like i feel like even what you're saying is like something i could imagine in this movie
0: yeah um and also like i remember also well, i would uh step on stairs like in groups of four just like mm-hmm. to like because four was a number for me like so yeah yeah but so that was like part of the superstition i'm trying to think in terms of like recently because i'm not a big sports person uh someone no. at work is a big rams guy and he was like no. doing all the superstitions the friday before the game like he was he was like ready and
1: uh I, yeah that's a lot of work that's a lot of work i mean and you know i yeah, i can't keep up with that but the superstitions yeah but yeah it it uh i don't know i think that like it's it's good that they could wish for what they wanted, and I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, I think that the kids need to like be able to dream. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Thank you, Gully. Yeah, Gully Gully is
0: great with kids. Like, uh, she she's a good nanny. I think
1: good, um, so great with kids that other parents will, because parenting is expensive. Like, thankfully, I don't know that firsthand. Um, other than probably being an expensive kid, but like, you know, parenting is expensive. So then to also pay for someone to raise your child that's next level
0: yeah um so we also learned that more about Janie. Janie wants to win a science Nobel peace prize yeah sport wants to be a rich baseball player and harriet wants to see the world and write everything um, in my notes i have gully is a great nanny and i love her um
1: <laughs> yeah uh, i mean it was, it, was, it was she didn't have to spray the kids that's my only thing but no she, she is didn't great. have to
0: spray them But uh, speaking of love, do you want to talk about what Harriet loves to eat for lunch?
1: This is gross. Tomato. I mean, personally, I'm not yucking anyone's yum. I just have to put into the disclaimer, I'm not sandwich shaming anybody here. That's not my thing. But if it's your thing, go for it. I'm just saying, personally, I'm not a male person. I'm not even the biggest tomato person. See, I love tomatoes.
0: So I, I would do like a tomato and cheese sandwich. I would get that, like, or like a caprese sandwich. Mm-mm. But the mayonnaise, I was like, no thank you.
1: Did you Okay, you probably didn't even spot this in the movie, but I watched it back like 10 times. So, when Harriet is at the counter doing the scooping the the mayo onto the sandwich, there's a moment where she puts the knife into the mayo jar and then basically like flings the mayo into the air and catches it on the bread not on purpose either it just looks like it happened and it, it, it it's not like she could have scripted it and it's a glorious moment and i think it happens at about like well, I still have thirty-five minutes on the rent, seconds.
0: thirty-five hours on the rental, so maybe I'll go rewatch the movie. Yeah, no, go more.
1: rewatch it because it's very impressive. It's like I was, I loved these little like not only continuity eras, but just like oh, I love continuity things errors. that you can't create, recreate, or that I aren't, did, like totally scripted. Yeah. Like, I did catch
0: another continuity error. Stuff. I don't know if you caught this one too. It's later in the movie when the kids are raising their hands and Janie was like, "I'll third it," and then they do a cut to the rest of the class, <laughs> yeah. and she's not raising her hand.
1: I mean, she maybe just put – maybe she put – Well, but everyone
0: in the class was raising their hand at that point.
1: So, they just edited it out of – maybe they edited it out of order. Yeah. Speaking Um, of which, like, that – there's so many different areas we could go, but you support her sandwich choice is what I'm hearing.
0: No. I mean, I support – do what you like with your sandwiches. Yeah. I'm not going to hate, like, whatever makes you happy. Yeah. I support tomato and cheese sandwiches. I don't support tomato and mayonnaise. Unless you're counting a hamburger as a sandwich and you do tomato and like tomato, lettuce, cheese, ketchup, mm. yeah. mayonnaise. It just can't be like the bread and tomatoes and mayonnaise. That's where's the protein? That's a great question. Where's the where's the nutrients? Where is
1: the protein? That's such a mystery. That's Harriet's next mystery. Like, yeah. that's the thing. She wasn't actually solving mysteries. Yeah, that I was very
0: confused. Like what mystery was she... I thought? I thought it was gonna be like kind of like. Did you ever watch that Lindsay Lohan Get a Clue movie?
1: Yeah, I did. I thought
0: I thought it was gonna be more like this. This like big mystery to uncover, and that one also had a ton of spy toys. So,
1: yeah, yeah, they they were big on the merchandise for kids back in the day in movies. Yeah, I don't know when they decide to lay off of. That. Maybe they still do it. I don't know. I don't. I'm not a kid. So, do Sadly. you want to talk about another
0: problematic moment of the movie for me?
1: Give Give me the problematicness.
0: Um. So they go to. Hong Fat's Food Emporium. She's spying. And Frankie is an Americanized uh, Chinese kid. And his parents are Chinese. And then his grandfather hits him. And I feel like they were like... It was definitely like... If not outright racism, there were like a ton of microaggressions. And I was definitely thrown off.
1: This was like... To me, all of the scenes with Frankie's family were like the... Like, there's the Bechdel test, of course. Like, for people who don't know, like, women in... Like, many movies don't pass the Bechdel test. You have women in scenes together who, like, are only talking about men. I felt like, like, with Frankie and his family, they were constantly talking about being American. Like, that was all we yeah. got. Or they were like, you need to do this more, this one." And it was, like, very um, stereotypical and also didn't show them as fully formed characters. Like, I don't even know why we... Really got that? I don't know what Me it was neither. meant to accomplish, but no, it was right. very confused. Um, yeah, and it was like, very. It was not like, needed.
0: Like they could have cut all that out, and it was just like the, the tiger, of... like
1: the tiger parent stereotype. Yeah, t- tiger we mom. We could have cut out.
0: all that out, and then like yeah, Harry could be spying on a random bodega, and Sport walks in and needs to change, and like we could have still gotten everything we needed from the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, I mean. But like, I don't want to get, I'm, I'm 100% with you on this, but I also just want to stress how problematic it is that she is spying on all of these people (laughs) and she's a child. Who's letting her, who's, uh, first of all, where's child protective services? You need to call them, get them in here because Harriet just, Harriet not only does. She's a menace to society. Well no, I mean, yes, but she's a product of her environment and her upbringing and like you yeah. know clearly especially once they got Gali out of the situation things really started to spiral. Yeah, I think Gali was will... holding it together, but also like let's not forget Gali was the one encouraging her to like explore the world
0: and like Yeah, that ones. was a
1: that was the that was the one piece where I'm like, "Oh, you need a, you need to really uh, you need to lay, uh, lay off a little bit, Gali. Like uh, I get it. You you want to encourage her, but this isn't going to turn out the way that you think it's going to turn out. Yeah. I don't think that Harriet is a best uh, New York Times best-selling author in the alternate universe uh, yeah. that it would be like.
0: And I'm not a New Yorker, now. but yeah, to me, I feel like she traveled a lot of ground. She really like
1: did, weeks, and like yeah, She's not on the subway. She's probably like, going all over like with those like with her child and as a child. like, yeah. and so, like I'm a tall person. I have long legs. I can yeah. get far, even just with the strides. But when I was little, I like I, it would take me a long time to go a block, let alone on someone's roof all the way how does yeah. she do it? but i I just I feel like this movie normalizes that spying on people i used the phrase i used the peeping tom phrase earlier i don't want to keep saying because i feel bad in putting that on harriet but that also is like it's just not okay it's was invading people's privacy i just want to stress how ridiculous is that that's the premise of the movie but it's cute too because it's like it's just it's kids like it's not yeah it's not a creeper it's just it's like relatively harmless topic
0: like i feel like a lot of the montages like we didn't need Harrison and his cats and birds. Like, they could have cut some things out. Um, How did that... she
1: find out about the cats? Did she climb up on his roof and look into his? That's creepy to me. Yeah. And All like, of well, it is. <laughs> like, just the stop fact that it. she
0: uh, she had this thing. Uh, so, we're going to get to like, uh, so Harriet's parents are out. Um, and yes. G- Gully does tuck Harriet in with this beautiful walrus saying. Um, that uh, I did yeah. like. But the next day, Gully's making bratwurst for her date with the veggie thief. Um, Which
1: she just said that she would never eat bratwurst. Yeah. So who's what's the truth, Golly? Why are you lying? See, that's why I think she'd be good at Big Brother. She we can't tell the truth. <laughs> um.
0: But yeah. yeah. So uh, she's making bratwurst, and then we meet the veggie thief, and he's like, "Yeah, I had a lot of money. I was miserable. I sold my business. My wife left me. But now I'm happy being a paper boy. Um. And like, so that." That, I think, was a good message to have in this movie. Yeah. Like, just thinking about that, like, I think it's admirable for people, like, chasing their dreams and doing stuff that makes them happy. Like, obviously, like, the financial security helps to Mm -hmm. do that. But, like, good on him for chasing his dreams and, like, selling newspapers or whatever he does
1: yeah, I didn't feel like there was uh, there wasn't any profession <laughs> prof- profession shaming. Uh, yeah, maybe I just made that term up, but like there was there weren't people like you know that that was nice to see, and actually, you know what? i I think it actually goes back to something that um that uh, Rosie O'Donnell as golly says earlier, really early in the movie, which is there are as something like there are as many ways to live as there are people. And I really love that message. And it's true. Like there are just so many different ways that people could live and and um and there's nothing that's like wrong with the way that he's choosing to live at all and i'm glad that he's happy i hope that 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 man in this alternate universe is still delivering papers
0: yes um so the bratwurst does burn unfortunately so uh gully is convinced do you think that was on purpose I don't think she wanted to like leave the apartment because she took a little bit of convincing from
1: Harriet and the but she didn't want to eat the bratwurst. That might be it.
0: Yeah, I I have questions, conspiracy theories. Let's like tweet at us. Do you think Gully (laughs) burned uh, burned the bratwurst? (laughs) We'll find out. Yes, tweet at us your Gully outfits and if Gully burned the bratwurst. (laughs) Yes, thank you um so uh gully takes harriet and veggie thief to this black and white movie um do you did you get the name of the movie i did not write it down. no
1: yeah. no but i did get in the in the movie they they uh, there was like a there was the flirtation happening between gully and and what's his name the the i wrote director. down veggie thief veggie thief uh he introduced himself, he tried to introduce himself a second time too. So, George. Maybe I missed. George. George, uh, sure, George. I'm even, yeah, George, George, uh, and Dolly were having a little bit of a moment in the background. Harriet was trying to enjoy the movie, but they were like putting popcorn in each other's mouths. Uh, I don't know, they, they seemed to have a good time. I feel like, um, this was like one of those scenes that I was watching, and as I was watching it closely, I was like. Huh, why did they keep cutting to them like doing date things i think it, it sounded like harriet was kind of like they brought harriet to kind of crash the date situation a little bit you know uh i liked it. i like their dynamic i yeah. wish we would have gotten more of george and golly
0: yeah do you think golly left to go be with george sure that's it, that's what it, that crossed my mind it felt like she was like going on this like trip to london or like going to europe or something like like I mean, that's that, that's what my head cannon was but then i'm like no she probably just yeah. went up uptown to like, going out with,
1: like... <laughs> she i could see her in london though
0: yeah i mean so maybe she was dressed for london <laughs> yeah
1: you know a lot of i do think people people do that they're like oh i'm going to uh, to Paris, so I'm yeah, going to start has a lot of money. Like I'm Parisian. She hasn't. Yeah, had, she probably didn't have to pay rent,
0: and she was like working for this like bougie family.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, she was probably rich. She yeah. because I mean, I I have questions about Golly and her, and the, I'm I to I want Sport to manage her books and to kind of track the <laughs> her finances because I would like to open up those books and know what was going on. Yes.
0: No, I would too. I think that's like the the revival we need. Uh, uh, the shorts <laughs> of sport, sport bookkeeping, golly's books.
1: Oh, that's so sad. He was, yeah. oh, sport. What a. I what felt
0: a so bad for him that he had to be the bookkeeper for his dad because his dad was too busy writing and he
1: had to like make the food too. I mean, to be fair, you know, I like, there's always the, there's always the, the sad, there are so many ways to look at this movie. And I think there are the sad, like, what are they doing? this dad is really inattentive, blah, blah, blah. But then there's the other side of it. Like, wow, look at that. Uh, Seemingly a single father raising his son and uh, trying to make, still trying to live his dreams and make a career work. Like, there was a lot of that energy in this movie of like, I don't, that's, I wrote down the phrase shades of gray because nobody to me is like entirely good in this movie nobody
0: no i agree with that sentiment um but yeah uh speaking of people who aren't good or bad uh the the parents are back and uh the mom is like where was my daughter she's not your daughter gully gully you're fired and gully's like I think you're right. I think it is time for me to go. And then the mom's like, Wait, what? what?
1: <laughs> yeah, I can only I could fire you and rehire you. I think it was a, I think that's what she was going for. That energy yeah. of She the...
0: was like, Oh, it was an emotional decision. I I wasn't thinking clearly and Gully's like, No, I think it's time. Harriet can take care of herself. She's yeah. she's ten years old now. Um, I think I need to move on with my life. But also like we have to realize like she's probably been with this family for ten years. Right. So then maybe like, Mm, yeah. she like, at least like give her a vacation or something. She probably travels
1: with them. No, she probably, I mean, I hope so. Yeah. Like, Mary and Golly are besties. I just feel like I could see a world where they don't, you know, where they just leave Golly at home. Just like, look, take care of the house. Yeah. Oh, I feel so bad for Golly. I'm getting emotional thinking about Golly because I'm just like, she didn't have a great setup here in this house harriet didn't have a great setup the parents neither of them were really happy like oh this movie yeah. is kind of tragic actually no definitely
0: um and speaking of tragedy uh harriet and gully both cry as gully is sent on her distant way uh yeah. and harriet tries to chase the car but no to no avail
1: again it's those legs yeah you know, and everyone's being sad balls. right now
0: because the this is when the health department cracks harrison and he's sad uh frankie gets hit by like he gets in a car accident the grandpa whacks him um and then sport can't afford his cheese so then he's going to put it back but harriet's like oh you dropped this on the ground sport um
1: yeah how did you feel about this this moment with sport
0: so my first read was like oh she's being very kind and then like the second one like she's still being kind but then like i've looked at sports reaction and he was definitely like oh he knows what she did she he didn't like drop the dollar and i felt kind of like sad
1: um, yeah 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 i don't i don't know it was this this is like it's so interesting because even if harriet is doing things that aren't great like the reality is she's a kid so she's learning and you can't like really fault her that much for trying to help she was trying to help him yeah um so I, I feel for her with that. And I mean, but also, did sport have enough money? Maybe sport had enough money. Sport's good at counting. So I was a little surprised that, you know, he didn't. I think he might have had enough change if he looked in the right pocket. If yeah, she, but if the lady was, was kind of rushing him. With... him so yeah. Like he he was, was like awkward. feeling the pressure. Yeah. Um.
0: So so. Yeah. So then we go to we go to class and we're talking about pageant ideas. Were you ever in any pageants, like Christmas pageants?
1: Oh, all the pageants christmas mostly christmas <laughs> i don't know there like there were i went to uh, catholic school and like we had uh catholic related pageants i think but we didn't have like a pirate pageant or like a ballet themed pageant or like a pill we had like some stuff. So. did you have but, a yeah were, were, I you, a squash? were you uh so- or were you the silver piece or the centerpiece Was I the silver piece? Centerpiece, sorry. The Oh no, I no, well I no, I wasn't either way. I assume I'd be silver and shining. No, I'm probably had a minimal role. Um wow. I know I was an angel a few times. I was definitely um up they did, they went back with saying like pilgrims and, um, you know, and they called them the, the, but yeah, pilgrims and Native Americans are indigenous. It was a whole mess. We were, it, yeah. it should be canceled. Cancel my childhood because it was, it was actually <laughs> just like, probably just like Harriet's,
0: but like, cancel yeah. both of yours, your childhood. Yeah,
1: exactly. Please. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: but yeah, no, so Marion suggests the picnic, like Thanksgiving feast sort of theme. And then Janie's gonna be mm-hmm. a squash and Harriet's gonna be an onion yeah
1: that's i like i like marion's logic here that like the the giant holiday feast is it's healthy it's low on fat it's delicious there's something for everyone there's the centerpiece that we talked about like all of it so i look i marion has a future in politics if you ask me or at least in marketing because she had those communication skills down in terms of, yeah. like, or the pers- persuasion skills down. You know, um, Angelina from from uh, Sur- Survivor right. uh, Island of the I- It was Island of David Goliath. David versus Goliath. Yes, um, she is an iconic, and she would also be very proud of Marion Hawthorne. Marion Hawthorne and an icon, one of a Maybe kind. Maybe they were here.
0: classmates at
1: Yale. Maybe. <laughs> i like this alternate universe like the world building that we're doing here like where are they now they she would be at yale now
0: definitely uh negotiating uh with angelina for uh yeah uh so janie janie we go to janie's house um and her experiment explodes all over her mother um yeah go ahead all
1: because janie stole her mom's bra
0: which is kind of a lot of bras in this movie like, uh, the bra hanging from the flagpole, the bla- bra that explodes, I think there was, like, a thrown yeah. bra in Eartha Kitt's room.
1: So, you know what, and and this is also where, you know, so along the way in this movie, we're hearing... Di- <laughs> we're hearing brought- We're hearing so many different things, though. Like, we we get, like, the main scene of what's actually happening in the movie, but one thing we haven't really talked about yet is all of the... Well, we have talked about little. All of the comments that Harriet's making about people and this is where she says, I wonder if she'll grow up to be a billionaire genius. Or a nutcase. Or total nutcase. And you didn't have to do that, Harriet. Mm-mm. Like, did that did that really feel like a good thing to write about your friend? My
0: thing is like, why are you writing every single thought down?
1: Like- well, I think I that's to me that feels like it's like a I don't know what to call it. Like, if it... I, I don't know. But it's, like, something that she... She can't help do it, almost, is that what is fair. it feels like. And
0: also, like, there is that, like, industry thing where it's, like, you write every day. Practice those muscles. And, like... But, <laughs> like that's she's not, like she's big
1: on the industry?
0: Yeah. That's not, like, creative writing. She's just, like, that's a diary. Like, she brings her diary to school is basically what happens.
1: Well, I think, like, if anything, what this movie... let let me know is that there are definitely things you don't want to write down Mm -hmm. because it's a notebook and anyone could read it now if you have a code cool you could put your code in they had um spy ink was a thing that they did so like you could write and then you'd shine a light like a black light on it or something but yeah and then you'd be able to read it so that was the thing too but harriet didn't make the best choice i just don't understand though i this is kind of where in the first watch I really wanted I like I was so upset with her because she was so mean to people in her in what she wrote. These were she could be a stand-up comedian. She is like the the next uh let me think of, uh, Lisa Lampanelli. You know, someone who's so like really Kevin mean McClane. and snarky. Okay. Yeah. But it, like it's Harriet, come on. You just you yeah. don't have to be this mean to people, especially yeah. your friends. And you I don't have to back. be friends with them.
0: I take that back. Kevin's not
1: mean like Harriet is yeah how dare you look at that
0: yeah yeah, yeah cancel so, so then she also goes to spy on sports. she builds this like tower of furniture to go see um and she sees that her dad is or sport's dad is struggling with the rent or something and she almost falls and sports help her up helps her up and that's when sport says that he's the bookkeeper and he takes harry takes a photo of sport dressed as a maid so that's fine some i think i want to say this movie did a great job of setting small things up that came back later like i had completely forgotten about the maid photo until she like posted it and i think that was like really clever writing
1: yeah and by the way sport uh uh, the actor gregory smith um just so great in this movie i have to say like oh i think i think
0: vanessa chester was also great as Janie, and like oh totally
1: totally um
0: sorry her name is blanket uh Margaret,
1: no, Margaret. Michelle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michelle. Tr- <laughs>
0: <laughs> not Margaret Patrick. Michelle,
1: Michelle Trachtenberg, Trachtenberg. Great. Yeah, was she
0: such uh, a great kid. After uh-huh. she like had she was anger, she had sadness, she had happiness. She was great at everything. I
1: mean, she had to go through a ton of auditions for this role too. Yeah, so she like it's not like she was It's not like she was picked or like it wasn't a situation where you know they have an actress or actor and then they build around them. Like, yeah, they. And it was she was obviously a great choice because we're talking about that movie twenty five plus years later.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, the movie is twenty five years old. Yeah, really? but
1: I will also say I just want to shout it out um with Janie because we're on the Janie note here. Janie was uh, I I obviously didn't appreciate this at the time. Let's say that I watched this in you know in theaters, I would have been four maybe. Yeah. Um, I like how much they have like a different so they have women's leadership between the um, like the class president situation where Marion Hawthorne has been president for years in a row. And then the two candidates are Harriet and Marion. So I was like, oh, that's that's a thing. I appreciate that. That's like subtle, but I appreciate it. And then um, the women in STEM, Janie. A black woman world. in STEM. A black in woman life. in STEM. People, take it in. Appreciate it. It's beautiful. She's awesome. I I love that. And in 1996, in a Nickelodeon movie, like that's. Look, I bet there are a lot of kids, a lot of adults today who don't bat an eyelash at black women in STEM because of because of Janie Gibbs. And yeah. I'm thankful for Vanessa Lee Chester and uh, and this movie for that.
0: Yeah, uh, we did, we completely skipped over the fact that, like, Marion and Harriet are rivals because Marion and Harriet go toe-to-toe each year for class president, and their duties include taking attendance and writing the weekly bulletin, basically. Uh, did you yeah. ever run for class president, class secretary, any of those positions? I
1: was, yes. So, I I don't know if we, I can't remember what roles we had exactly, but we had... I was in the student council, like in this, like when I was around their age in my school. And like, I know we at least had a class representative. We probably had like a couple of class representatives. Maybe that's what they called us. But yeah, I was, I was in there doing the thing. I think I might've also been like the vice president of our student council. And I was like in eighth grade or something like that. It was not very active. We didn't do anything. It's not on my resume still in case you're wondering. <laughs> oh,
0: I was. I'm surprised by that. I feel like you would have everything. You from, would
1: think that. Yeah. 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 It was a highlight of my yeah. life, but I don't know. It was a while ago.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's that's the the rivalry. Man. Um. And then, uh, Harriet sneaks into Agatha Plummer's
1: mansion. Uh. Do you know why she did this? Research. I don't know. Well, I mean, okay, but like this is she's a, a different. Yeah, but <laughs> this is a different level for her though. She's going. She, she's just going deeper and deeper into this. Yeah. She's spy a little curious,
0: George, thing. but sometimes she needs to like be more George and less curious.
1: But how did she? But
0: that's so a big she,
1: line to cross. Like going she into ran as the maid
0: was closing the door, and then let's oh, I know.
1: The And I was like, but the pencil,
0: how do you, how does the pencil not snap? Or like, how does no one hear that?
1: I mean, maybe it was like, maybe she reinforced her pencil somehow. I don't know. She's a crafty kid. I would never put anything past her, but I will say, I don't understand. I would like to understand the thought process. Like maybe just add like another 30 minutes to the movie and explain to me how she made the decision to go into a stranger's home because that's not great from a lot of angles, but like, especially as a kid going into some random adults home. I don't want to be in a random adult's home. I didn't want yeah. that as a kid. I mean, I will also say that this was like obviously this was pre-9 eleven, but this was also at a time when like people let their kids go out and like roam around the neighborhood and do whatever they wanted and they didn't have cell phones either to like check in on them. And I know that a lot of that changed after nine eleven. So maybe that's part of it, but like who? It wasn't great to go into strangers' homes, especially strangers who are don't like who are not who don't even know that you exist, who just know that you're a trespasser. Yeah. Just questions.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. Um, sorry, I
1: got an email. <laughs> uh, uh, was it? Yeah, from no. Harriet? So I'm
0: I'm very confused. She's she's so sneaky, and the fact that she later goes back to her house somehow, like. I Feel like she would have learned a lesson after getting caught, but this is the moment where I have to say they disrespected us by teasing Eartha Kit and then
1: barely using her. I was upset, yeah. No, I think that she, I mean, I she think that she received. Her, like, let me see, what was her billing here? In the so she received she like top billing behind um michelle vanessa and gregory smith who was sport and she rosie. was right after and then they well, and rosie, then they, was, and. rosie okay. was like and at the end so that's okay. what it is but well, yeah interesting i mean they they i think they just oh, wanted to get Earth yeah, the kit she, yeah she's
0: probably like this is just a check for her but uh,
1: band, I, I mean I she like, didn't even probably need it yeah icon an icon and she stayed in bed the whole time. I believe that was her thing. She said the tr- the key to happiness is to stay in bed or something to that effect. And honestly, I can't disagree because I'm not. In- I mean, I'm happy now, but like honestly, bed's a happy place. Let's go, go, Eartha kit for that wisdom. Um, yeah, Agatha K. Plummer. I'm sorry. What a name. By the I way.
0: wrote Eartha Kit in my notes, and then I had to like Google it <laughs> name was. Yes. Um, but yeah, so Harriet gets caught in the elevator shaft and kicked out by the maid.
1: Like, good.
0: How, why did they not call the cops? Like, again, I don't believe in the cops. Oh, but,
1: no, like, I was going to say, I'm glad they didn't call the cops here. Because it <laughs>
0: would a weird but, interaction. They call her parents or something.
1: I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm glad they just kicked her out, okay. honestly. Because you're not, like, if you're calling anybody... You're really trying to make sure that this kid gets in trouble. And, you know, it is interesting that she didn't get – like, there was no um, law enforcement or parent involvement with that specific thing. Later yeah. on, we do see a cop catch her like, being a creep. I have but questions like, about,
0: too, because I feel like she was yeah. just going a different route. Like, I don't know. Well, we'll get I don't to know there. what we'll she's
1: – by the way, could I just also bring up? This is like a very chaotic podcast because there are so many different things that like come so to mind. So much stuff is happening in this movie. <sighs> like
0: it's it's Jesus. a very jump around movie. I, think.
1: I have a I have a question, and Go it ahead. it really came to me from this scene where she was creeping into the house. So Harriet's yellow rain jacket, I Spy you were attire that. or no.
0: Oh, oh! Uh, she wasn't wearing that in the house. That's I did think I saw a continuity error, but uh, oh no! I, I think it is spy, spy Gear because
1: she has her little like, uh, the little it's like. bright yellow. Don't you want to wear black? She's trying to blend in, maybe. Blend in with what? The sun oh. or sunflowers? <laughs> like I don't. Society. Bananas? A sack of bananas? Like what? Yeah, maybe. But maybe she is I, curious, George. I just think she should have probably gotten a do- like darker colored fit. No, in I agree. Or something that blended her in a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, you can more. you can like uh,
0: take it up with the <laughs> costume department.
1: <laughs> you think it could have been a camo jacket? Yeah, yeah. No, That's I think right. I
0: think she's she's just trying to like fit into society. and No one will suspect her if she's wearing yellow. I don't know. <laughs>
1: This, that's one of my big i still have questions yeah. i want michelle trachtenberg to get in into this podcast let's do a
0: deep dive with them. michelle afterwards
1: honestly if she would be willing i i we're so here so
0: i had the only time that like someone has ever noticed this i tweeted uh, i did a wendy woo homecoming warrior podcast wow. one time and i don't know if he has google Brenda... alerts. that's his name this was oh, a disney channel cool. movie from 2006 with the yeah. song and yeah, shankley amada and so I, um, I think in the in the tweet I put Shenque Yamada's name, and then he liked the tweet.
1: <laughs> I'm um, not surprised that Shenque Yamada is searching his name.
0: Yeah, who knows what he's up. I don't to. know, I think like I a, don't know a, him. Yeah,
1: I don't. That's yeah. so we'll
0: get him and Michelle Trachtenberg together to talk about *Harry at the Spot* naturally.
1: We will. We'll yeah. uh, next week on yes, <laughs> *Michelle um, Trachtenberg*. Uh,
0: We'll plot. We'll plot our shenanigans when we're in person. <laughs> yes, we will. Yes. Um, so Harriet uh, is bummed that she got caught. So instead of writing down notes for once, she's like, "Let me go play with my friends." And they play bumper mm. tag, which I have never heard of. It called as bumper tag. I thought it was just tag.
1: This went downhill. I think no. I think bumper tag is a variation on tag, though, <laughs> because Google the rules while you. It looked like there were a lot of people. Okay, so there was there were a lot of notebooks being thrown and like folders being thrown around. Yeah,
0: why didn't they put their stuff down beforehand?
1: You know what? That's a great question. But I also feel like I've been in this situation because it would be logical to put your stuff down in an orderly way. But also, when you're a kid, you're just like, ah, I have all my stuff with me. I'm gonna run around to play this game. Yeah, like. I mean, I am, sure. actually, I'm kind of surprised that, like, they didn't just have their... Like, why did they all have notebooks and folders and papers out? Why didn't they leave them
0: know? in the... Oh, was this after school, maybe, instead of, like, It was recess? after
1: school, but, okay. like, didn't they have backpacks? Yeah, that's
0: confusing. Maybe not. But, yeah. My thinking was at was first was time. Time. it was recess,
1: but no, because yeah. they all go home afterwards. But they shouldn't have had their stuff out like that. So I what guess was that, your... Um, they had to have that probably to like set up the fact of of what happened though like someone could have stolen you know marion could have found harriet's notebook in her bag or something i don't know
0: what was your favorite playground game or like recess game
1: oh man um i liked there were so many different ones and it's funny because they were talking through like a few they said kick the can and i was like oh my god i love that game harriet suggested one called Buy the volvo which i've never (laughs) That was I like I liked hide and seek though. But did you buy, hear the, the Volvo?
0: To uh, buy the Volvo, it's uh they all pretend to go negotiate uh, deals
1: to buy a yeah. car. <laughs> and she tells them if she accepts their. Angelina
0: deal. definitely played by the Volvo.
1: Angelina must love Marion Hawthorne, and she needs to listen to this podcast because that I swear we definitely have her a better movie. chance of
0: getting an Angelina interview than a Marion Hawthorne interview. But who knows?
1: Honestly i'm not too sure angelina is a big deal true you yeah. have to negotiate with her to get her on here <laughs> yeah i don't know if we'll be doing that i think we'll have michelle trachtenberg on before yeah. we have um angelina or the the marion hawthorne on yeah. especially the character
0: <laughs> no she has to do it in character like method. only
1: in character yeah. but i would actually feel bullied and probably start crying so i don't know if that'll work out too true. well
0: um so Marriott exposes Harriet's writings because she finds the notebook um, and she's like talking about and this is where we get the like the depiction of mental health that I didn't love where she said that like uh, trigger warning for anyone uh, yeah. just in case uh, but uh, that like the purple sock kid uh, should go hang himself that Rachel is more pathetic than Marion because she wants to be Marion so badly uh, that sport is too poor and his dad needs to get a real job
1: and mm. that Janie is going to be a total nutcase so, yeah. And, and like kinda, everyone else it, in the class, too. Yeah. And it's interesting because, well, it's interesting for a few reasons, but I think what's interesting about this scene is that, like, along the way, you hear Harriet say these things. And I mean, some of them do sound bad and harsh, but I could also imagine going back to being a kid, like, listening, watching, smirking, laughing, like, oh, ha, yeah. that's funny, with, you know, whatever the comments were. When it's not and about then, you, you would probably, like, laugh to, like, fit in, I guess. Or maybe you just think it's, like, a funny joke, and then you realize, like, literally those same exact words and phrases are being repeated, and then you hear how bad it sounds. Like, it was yeah. – I think that Marion Hawthorne is an icon. Marion mm-hmm. Hawthorne is a hero in this moment because she says – I am going to be the whistleblower. I'm gonna expose Harriet for dragging all these people. I'm surprised that Harriet didn't um didn't intervene sooner because if that was me and if I had a private notebook and I was about to be exposed, it's gonna be either me or Marion Hawthorne who walks out of there. Uh, you know it's 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 not yeah. gonna. I, I I can't. Uh, I I don't think I would have stood there <laughs> as a kid watching I, as the exposure happened.
0: If I was if I was Harriet, like as hindsight is twenty twenty. I would have just grabbed Sport and Janie and been like, "Let's go, let's go, self in the corner." Like it's that thing where like I, I think I've heard Yule talk about on podcast that if he had like three more seconds at the immunity, he would have just like grabbed everyone and like stepped off the mat. Uh, mm. I think he said that on a podcast before. Wow. Like, but because he didn't have enough time, but like that's what I. – you know, like hey just grab your friends and run away
1: you know what uh no but like why not just go grab the notebook what's oh. what's marion gonna do just walk up to her and take it
0: yeah did you catch when she was writing the notebook what she said in the what she was writing in the corner like um, i did i yeah. cannot make that so out. it
1: was i just i don't know what she was writing but i do know that she was she was writing like individual letters in the yeah You mean so she wrote um like i think she did it a couple times but one time she wrote like v yeah i thought she was writing very sorry
0: and then it wasn't an s that we got to
1: yeah that was a i don't know where it was going but yeah i I, I, I that's a plot point we never got settled but Harriet is upset, and she
0: misses Gully. Her mom comes to check in with her, and she just says, oh, Gully, oh, Gully, oh, Gully, oh, Gully. Um,
1: Yeah, her mom's, uh, Her mom had a good way of, like, hey, you good in there? Still alive? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, good, good. I could go. Do you think the mom should have uh, gone in and, like, checked on her, do you think that was, like, an invasion? Like, she has um, to let her daughter deal with... No, there were multiple times where her mom should have actually, like, I don't know, tried to make eye contact with her daughter when she (laughs) was asking if she was okay like I get it because I'm I'm sure I'd been in that same situation with my parents growing up where I was like, You have that door, and you're like, just, just give me my space, whatever. Y- you know, but the mom should have. I think she should have. I think that this was a situation that these parents were definitely parents of a um, I don't know what I totally mean by this, but of a certain generation where like they didn't necessarily have like the emotional intelligence skills to like talk with their kid about their feeling about her feelings or about you know like okay it's okay to because what I really think a a lot of what I picked up on in the second watch in looking at um at Harriet was I think that a lot of what we saw was kind of like grief in action and not grief in the traditional way of like losing someone but grief well, yeah, grief and losing someone like Golly moving away and leaving her. And that's her friends very traumatic. Her very traumatic. That's like her and her parents were never even really that attentive. Yeah. And her friends leave her. And so we see all these things happen. And I kind of just feel like she, like ever since Dolly left, she was kind of like spiraling where she was like, Okay, I need to stay attached to this thing that this person I love like told me to do. And it's like because the writing to her was special for her, but also she kept um evoking uh, evoking gully and all of it. and it's it, it's interesting because I didn't ever I would never have watched this as a movie thinking about mental health as you mentioned or about grief, for instance, but they're very present in this movie and actually probably really great ways of um, educating kids if you want to show this movie and say, let's talk about grief. Let's talk about mental health. Here's what kind of here's some of what that looks like.
0: yeah, and no, I appreciated the, that. the child therapy scene at- like later in the movie stood out to me and like oh there's mm-hmm. like actually like they don't explicitly say he's a therapist but yeah like a child psychologist wow. of sorts um and yeah. I like that got me thinking because like I was a child in my child therapy when I got diagnosed with OCD and yes. we didn't have rocket socket or whatever like rock them
1: uh rock sock robots yeah that I uh, wish I had those I wanted yeah those I always. never
0: had them as a kid but like I remember Toy Story 2 they had them and yeah. I was like I wanted them but I probably would have oh. like Got like broken, down. yeah,
1: by the way, just as a as a note as we kind of talk about uh Harriet's toxic notebook i I wrote down again, this is my first rewatch of it in probably twenty years. I wrote down um Corinne's brutal cast assessment, <laughs> corinne Kaplan, <laughs> yeah, survivor, no. look her up Ca- yeah. her brutal cast this is literally worse than her brutal cast assessment,
0: <laughs> yeah, she went in like she went in on her friends. She
1: did. It makes me so sad because I like you would think this is the thing that throws me off with Harriet. I'm guessing. I don't know what she was writing, but it all it all sound like from what we heard, assuming that's the only thing that was in her um, in her notebook, it was just all very shady and mean which like it is good to have a place to vent don't get me wrong yeah. i think that's, that's therapy for, for everyone
0: not for your notebook that
1: but is... not for your notebook that you bring to school where you're around the people who like you
0: even if she kept it at home Jamie i think that's one to. thing like i don't yeah, think she should to- be talking oh, smack totally. about my
1: queen janie but... yeah that i mean look janie kind of had like the biggest compliment look like you're either going to be a billionaire or you'll be in a total nutcase but yeah. like i i would have taken that one out of probably of most of the insults i think i would and have
0: sometimes taken that billionaires one. are the biggest nutcase just
1: look at elon musk right. exactly yeah. so that's exactly that's that's exactly it so uh it, it hurts at, it sings a little at first but i would take it I yeah i'd take it
0: so then like this is like the whole bullying section like what yeah. harriet did was not right but i also don't think like bullying is the answer to anything so Ah, uh, mm-hmm. Janie and Sport give her the cold shoulder. The class passes notes that Harriet smells. She tastes a bird bath in the bathroom.
1: Yeah, what have you ever seen a uh, a bathroom thing like? A, a, I have what never is, seen is like a sink? sink like that.
0: I think that was a yeah. sink. I had never seen yeah. a sink like that, but I also did not go to school in New York.
1: I vividly New- remembered that scene though, and because of the sink, because I just mm-hmm. thought it was like a fountain, and I didn't. I don't even think I remembered it as a as a as a sink in the bathroom but nice yeah. sink i'll say
0: yeah no and she takes a bird bath in. i thought it was very cool i thought that was like that's like actually a kind of cool choice i don't know like if there are those any of those still exist but if you've ever seen one recently let us know
1: yeah let us know interactive Seriously. podcast
0: like you said yeah yeah send us uh,
1: pictures of the bird bath uh, yeah. of bird baths yeah
0: um yeah. and then harriet's like i'm a plot revenge and then so harriet's like stomping up to like give marion a piece of her mind and then uh marion's like oh no harry you're ruined basically so the kids like she's literally sitting on the bench and all the kids just like start like pounding metal trash can lids and like chasing her around the city and so she like finds this like shortcut but a cop's there so where was this shortcut why was a cop like angry she was
1: coming off of a roof
0: Ah, okay okay
1: She's coming down a ladder. See, so I thought she, she was go- trying
0: to go to the sewers. That that was my interpretation.
1: <laughs> like a teenage uh teenage mutant. Ninja yeah, turtle. she was like
0: trying to sneak through the sewer path.
1: I mean, honestly, she probably had the schematics to like, here's the layout of the sewer. Here's where I need to enter, here's the path I need to go, here's where I need to like dodge the rats, and here's where I need to climb up to yeah. get to my house.
0: Like Does I didn't have like she... one page that looked more like a map than like. Notes honestly on her she's
1: she was doing too much here <laughs> like i get it i think that it was all again different time yeah. like also a time where i think it was still really uncool to talk with your parents about being bullied i think that kind of changed over like the next decade or decade and a half where it's like you could tell your parents you're being bullied or whatever and like there's a lot more media about doing that but like yeah. at that time it would have just been easier if she could talk to her parents yeah. and yet also we like, kind of could see why she. the thing
0: talk that with her parents. so my parents like i didn't have yeah. any uh, but like yeah. they were able to tell when i was like sad and like they could they would like kind of like just like put two and two together and be like oh, yeah you're being bullied or something whereas yeah. like since her parents are not very attentive because gully mm-hmm. was always there like gully probably could have figured it out but her yeah. parents are like why are you acting out
1: yeah
0: uh, i did like the line where she was like cop singular <laughs> brought me home because they were like the yeah. cops brought you home <laughs> Like she was very argumentative, and she like it's
1: like, okay, if you're gonna call me out for doing something wrong, at least be accurate. at least and have the I, facts. I I'm like I love that energy. Yeah. but I also think that this scene that you're talking about, where the parents are really like having a confrontation with her, like they they I think that they were, this was the one moment where I was like, okay, you're saying what you need to say. You probably should have done something sooner. But her dad, ooh. for whatever reason i'm so sorry people if you're a dad fan if you're a fan of this dad i wrote down coward dad and he (laughs) said um this obsession you've developed is not entirely healthy and we've made the decision and then the mom butts in we want you to stop with the notebook so i look i think that they actually were doing a decent job here bringing up the issue um they were doing the best that they did in this movie because they were trash otherwise completely kind
0: of trash too the dad was like, don't make me move you. And then she like scoots over to the side because she's sitting on the notebook. Yeah. She's like, I threw it away. And they're like, no, you're sitting on it. We can see it.
1: <laughs> yeah, look at that. That We didn't need all that part two. Yeah. I, um, like, I, I get it though, like adding in the cute little. The moments. worst. I feel like I that's felt... probably more for the parents than like yeah. for the kids watching.
0: The worst I felt for Harriet. Actually, no, the painting was pretty bad. But when Miss Elson did like the TSA check on her,
1: I was the, like, um, yeah, very controversial these days. Uh, it's like we talk, there's the whole, look, I'm not going to go into policing and stop in for us, but that's what that was giving me. And yeah. also and like, it sounded I, the like her parents check. had given permission. That's trauma. That's yeah. straight oh. up trauma.
0: I, despite the fact that her parents gave her permission, I don't think that's okay. And no. I felt so bad for Harriet and she was like, so sad. Like the face it, acting.
1: Ugh. It's like I'm feeling it though. I'm feeling it too, just in the moment because imagine just one having to stand up and every day for who knows how long she had to do this for, but just having to be pat her teacher had to pat her down. Yeah. That's not a like first of all, we ask teachers to do way too much and we underpay teachers and we I did like at the the end where she was like, This also deserves a raise. Not cool. And she okay. deserves a raise. She deserves an award. She also deserves to not be called a psycho by one of her students in her private notebook, but that's a whole other question. That's a whole other conversation. I will say, too, she shouldn't have to pat down her students. Also, teachers shouldn't be touching students like that, but that's no another thing. And no, it, again, diff, uh, different time, even though there were right. creepers back then, too. Yeah,
0: sorry, I talked over you, but I think even no. at the end, she was like, Miss Elson deserves a raise. Um, but Look, I also how do you want Harriet to learn if she's not allowed to take notes in class? Like, what what is she supposed to do? Because I'm someone who needs to like have my notes out, like take notes. I, like, I think it's I can't... okay.
1: Yeah, she could take notes, but just not. She just has to have her notebook checked. It's like, uh, like, um, well, yeah, it's literally like a pat down, like yeah. before she goes into the place, and they're just checking her and like, okay, you're good now. Now you can use your notebook, yeah, but she don't always they've... has to have it checked.
0: In hindsight, the pat-down was not necessary. Just, like, have the notebook. Give her a notebook at the beginning of class and then take it away and, like, read through
1: it. No. She was... Yeah. I mean, well, you're right. None of it was necessary. Did they not have, like, With, TAs like, in, this,
0: in this school? Like, the TA could no. sit next to Harriet or something?
1: A T. No, I don't think they had TAs in the school. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, my my middle
0: school had some TAs like, or they they weren't like. See, they were like. That would have helped. I think. Yeah.
1: That would have helped, but we weren't at that level here in 1996. Fleet, it was a whole different time. So, from one humiliating moment comes another. They're in painting Uh
0: class. Pinky is in the middle, like posing. Why does Pinky not have to paint? Like, is why does he get special treatment? Um, but. Uh, one kid, we don't even get names, he's like not even involved, but he starts a chain of events, and then Rachel takes the, the paint and dumps it on Harriet accidentally, and then all the kids are like, well, let's help you, and they like, I'll spray yeah, it. Yeah,
1: accidentally. And that then Marian was dumps weird. more. Yeah, this whole thing was actually very hard to watch. Yeah. And I mean, again, we talked, I, I mentioned earlier, and maybe this is like the point of the movie, but All these characters have shades of gray. Most of them are kind of, a lot of them are kind of horrible, but I think by, I I, I think all of it's by design, but a lot of them are horrible. Um, This was just very, this was a lot. Like, luckily, like I'm, I, I didn't even, I would never have picked up on this as a kid, but just like they're just rubbing paint into her and like it's all bullying, right? But also Mm -hmm. it's just like, back away please and teachers don't allow this it's not great um it was a lot yeah
0: yeah um yeah just like the non-consensual touching as well yeah and, like yeah, yeah Harriet yeah. then slaps marion with the blue paint um which also not okay <laughs> but like she was I mean, struggling she was like doing more self-defensively
1: yeah i mean look marion marion really like uh i i think if that's all that happened for all of like the the str- uh, all that she put harriet through i think it's okay um not great don't go around slapping people kids if you're listening to this podcast don't yeah look at that don't especially with blue children. paint on your hand
0: yeah. don't slap anyone period
1: but not with blue paint like especially. especially not blue paint because yeah. then there's evidence and then it's like yeah. really awkward yeah
0: so now harry is plotting her revenge she like writes down all the kids names she makes her list on the desk um
1: <laughs> how yeah. the did, you ever not carve your...
0: see? did
1: you ever carve your desk like that i
0: think i drew on my desk like little smiley faces and stuff Mm-mm. but like i never carved my desk
1: back in my day, also different time desk, so, that was a yeah, mechanical pencil i was like, gonna it's... say we had wooden desks in growing up in the classroom and, you know, people carved them up. They were very carved up actually. It was fun to like look at your desk each year or however often we change desks and just take a survey of like, okay, who left their notes here? who like you know people would draw all sorts of stuff on those but this was a little intense like i was
0: more of a peep what people wrote in the books in the textbooks
1: oh i forgot about that too and you could see who had your book because it always had like the names of the people that was really cool too because you're like oh yeah that this my older sister had the same book oh my gosh yeah that was fun so she also we get this moment that's like kind of
0: dark where harriet like so it's after the blue paint scene and she just like fills the bath, and she just like stands over it and jumps, and just like, like yeah. lays there for a while, and then comes yeah. back up. And I'm just like, that's kind of dark, like imagery for a kids movie.
1: Um, on a uh, well, I guess in a less dark, yes. And do you think there's something to the color? Like, do you think there was like some color symbology? Let's say. I
0: mean, blue is a uh, sad color. I think like I I feel like they could have picked um maybe other that was what they were going bus. for. Yeah, maybe the, I would, the decision I'll give was credit. definitely there. Yeah. Like they probably, yeah. like just knowing a little bit, like they definitely spent like time discussing what colors to use. And,
1: no, uh, it makes sense. And then having the blue paint wash away, maybe that's the yeah. sadness washing away. Or
0: yeah, and or she also rips up all her notebooks in her room. Uh, yeah. So,
1: but then then we get the
0: desk carving scene, and then her first victim, poor Laura, sitting right in front of her. She takes the scissors and chops her ponytail up
1: what did uh, laura do to her
0: laura i don't know she's just uh, mad at everyone and uh laura has the pinched face um, oh
1: yeah exactly okay
0: First... so now she has a pinched face and a bad haircut what the
1: fuck harriet? <laughs> this is not yeah uh, laura like basically did nothing to or yeah laura basically did nothing to harriet yeah um Mm-mm. same with
0: beth and carrie like they didn't really do anything but uh she defaces yeah. the draw the celebrities in uh, beth's locker she uh she that was carrie- that was pretty harmless yeah
1: she hangs carrie's bra on the flagpole which that was i think that would be yeah there's i feel like by the way felipe you're gonna have to put like a trigger warning at the start of the episode yeah. because we're touching but i also wrote i was like i think this if especially if this was like a workplace situation for example um, that's that's sexual harassment. Yep. But there's um, a lot of stuff here that is like actually would be illegal and problematic in this yes. movie. Um
0: she, she knocks over Janie and Pinky's science experiments. Um and uh, she tells yeah. uh what's that? Oh, she tells Marion that her dad doesn't love her despite the fact that they're like her dad lives in Amsterdam apparently and hasn't like been home in three years, so I yeah.
1: think her dad might be in prison. Ooh,
0: go so, on. The no, no, that's industry. my
1: conspiracy theory because okay. I was just watching the show Cheer and um, on Netflix, like a docu-series or blah, blah, blah. And there's a there was um, a, woman, a young woman who's on there who like had... Ugh, young woman, it's like almost as horrible as a young lady. But there was a woman who was on there who um, whose dad was like gone for a little and then she finally found out that he was in prison. I think that Marion... Um what's her name? Marion Webster, Marion william williamson um, <laughs> yeah. hawthorne she I think that that might be the situation with her father unless she visited him in yeah. Amsterdam, but i I've heard that excuse <laughs> like where have I been that I've heard that excuse enough, but yeah, I' oh, that's my theory. um and I, I I mean even sadder actually if that is the case and no matter what though, it's a sad situation. and you don't Marion. Uh, Marion, Harriet Marian didn't need to call out. This was like a oh, way below the belt because Harriet walked in like, okay, I know what I'm gonna say. Hey, everybody, hey, Marion, your father doesn't love you, and then just walks out. So, that was cruel. Yeah, yeah.
0: Marion, right. Marion deserved better in that moment. And then the she the did. last item of revenge, Harriet is going around hanging up school photos of sport dressed as a maid. And okay, oh, not to defend yeah. Harriet, but to try to picture bring. Why is she putting them all right next to each other? No, spread that out more around the school. <laughs> like, you little—that's you your critique. Look... Well, that's my critique. Yeah. Well, first. My first critique is that's mean. <laughs> don't do that. Secondly, if yeah. you're going to do that, at least be smarter about it. Be more efficient.
1: Yeah, spread yeah. it. Yeah, it was. It was just like. <sighs> gosh come on people there's a lot happening in this movie and it this wasn't even like okay it was 25 years ago but like in the grand scheme of things 1996 was not that long ago and uh yeah they could have this was this was i think especially (laughs) tough in retrospect where i think then you're like oh yeah just a funny like a gag picture that she decided to use but um like oh God. Yeah, and you're right. She at least be smart about where you put the posters. But um, yeah, may, I don't know how many pieces of paper she had. Maybe the worst part would be if she just put them. She probably put them up all over the place. Um, so again, Harriet is canceled for like the twentieth time in this movie.
0: Yeah. So that's the that's the stance of this podcast is Harriet yeah. is canceled.
1: I mean, honestly, she. That's my stance. Yeah.
0: And then so we yeah. go home, and Harriet's crying because she's upset too. Like, like I mean, there's that old cliche that hurt people hurt people. And yeah. so she's like crying. Um and then her parents come in and she's like, We've gotten calls from all the other parents in your class except for Pinkies. And then the phone rings. <laughs> um oh yeah. And then they start fighting and Harriet throws something at them and screams. Um and then so they take her to a child psychologist. Um mm-hmm. uh, and the therapist plays a uh, rocket socket. He offers chess. Uh then he's writing notes and Harriet's like, oh do you do you write the mean kind or do you like the do you write the nice kind? Wait,
1: we do you know do you know like do you know the, the song, Flippe, of um uh the the rock'em Sock'em song? Rock'em Sock'em, rock Sock'em. Sock okay, more it's fun than a pillow, dense fight. Memory. Rock and sock'em. Yeah.
0: Ooh, I need to text the people that are working on the Renab Jingle bracket uh for the pillow pet. Oh my song. gosh.
1: Yeah, get the Ooh, get and
0: the rock'em Sock'em one. one.
1: Yeah, get yeah. it all in there. Yeah, I'll, I'll, there we go. just an interlude for a minute to celebrate yeah. that part of history
0: yes i mean that's like that you unlock the sense memory
1: me uh, too <laughs> me too i haven't obvious i don't have one that's like the beauty
0: out. of podcasting is like i won't think of something for like 15 years and then someone will say something that all of a sudden like i played uh there was this like sesame street computer game where you got to paint and someone yeah. said something that like painting and like big bird or something i was like oh my god i remember the big bird game where you got to paint and so then i went and like spent time in a youtube rabbit hole watching someone play that game.
1: this entire podcast is just like going back into down that rabbit hole and discovering things that i didn't even realize like i forgot were there for better or for worse so thank you harriet yes um
0: you're still canceled though (laughs) yeah Um, but Harry's like, I like writing notes. And then the therapist gives her a notebook. And she's writing a couple things. Um, and she has to take it home. And she, the therapist is like, I have to ask your parents. And basically her parents say that, oh, she's okay. She's just like having a moment, I guess. The
1: uh, ther- the therapist... I'll call him a therapist. The therapist definitely read that notebook. Yeah. But this actually... did Like, this to me was interesting. Because it reminded me of like there were assignments that we had in class that were like writing assignments when I was growing up where like the teachers read, you know, you, it, I don't think it was necessarily like you're writing for the teacher, but there were definitely situations like this where adults were like reading what we wrote. And I remember that, which feels like an invasion of privacy, but I yeah. can't, I mean, it's his job as a, as a uh, mental health professional, I guess. To definitely. That, and so.
0: um, yeah. So. I, I think I would have appreciated if, like, we had seen more scenes of, like, him talking about who Gully is, because I feel like that's the impotence for them to bring Gully back into the story. Um,
1: yeah, and I think it, it it really, to me, seemed like it started from, like, the, oh, golly, oh, golly, oh, golly, oh, golly, like, that moment, um, because the mom had, like, a, hmm, you know, maybe she kind of realized that yeah. she was, like, in over her head with her daughter and needed Gully to come back to at least visit. She yeah, definitely wasn't enough.
0: So uh, we
1: get uh, Harriet and her dad playing with the fortune teller, or as Jessica
0: Sterling calls it, the cootie catcher, which I had never heard of. Has, like, oh been, like, my
1: gosh, it. she says the cootie ca- cootie catcher. Jessica calls that thing a cootie catcher. Cootie catcher, like ca- yeah. no, it's not a cootie catcher. It's a fortune teller, right? Oh my gosh, is it a cootie- Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I, I- oh. It's a cootie catcher and a fortune teller. Yeah. But i never heard the phrase cootie catcher. Me neither. But um, Coot, like, it's not catching cooties.
0: Yeah, right. I was very confused. She said it on a community building podcast. Um, wow. I'm actually going to ask her right now. Text. I actually her,
1: am um, going to make one right now. It's we podcast live in real time. No, I need to make one of these. And I'm glad that I remember what yeah. it was called. I because... made one at work
0: one time. Uh, not this show, but the last show I was on. Um, for what because i was i was an office pa so like we had a lot of time i like check people in at the door made sure they didn't have covid and then i had like a lot of time to sit around and like do things so i was like bored at the end of the workday. i was like i might make one
1: Um, you know what would have been cool is if you made one of these cootie catchers aka fortune tellers and it was like do you uh do you have covid and then you kind of have the you do the numbers with someone and then like if it comes up then they're not allowed to get in I just I'm just asked saying, Jessica
0: Sterling. Um, why are they called cootie
1: catchers? <laughs> cootie cootie catcher, but make it pandemic is yes. kind of what I'm hearing. Do
0: you have the pandemic? Yes or no? Like yeah. blue, B L U W. You have COVID. Uh,
1: yeah. Oh gosh. Um, yeah, it's real too real. Yeah. <laughs> Modern so, times.
0: Uh, yeah. So Gully comes back, um, and Harriet tells her everything, and Gully's like, "Well,
1: sometimes you have to lie and apologize to help See, people." This was where. I <laughs> I was like wait <laughs> she said sometimes I have to apologize sometimes you have to apologize and you also sometimes need to lie and I'm like wait you didn't have to this is one of the things where I think it just needs more context and explanation from her yeah. like the thing about you go out there and write everything you need to write you are the best spy ever you need to choose your words a little bit better golly because yeah. like this was... <laughs> <She also laughs> I, I don't some... know how much she lied she also dropped After some that. John Keats uh oh, saying does she? in there. What did she like, say?
0: I don't remember, but she like dropped a quote and it's just like John Keats.
1: <laughs> oh, she added John She she yeah. did quote her. She added the the Keats attribution. Good for yeah. her.
0: And then Harriet's like, Gully, can you stay? Yeah, and she's intentions. like, Nope, I don't I never look back, only forward. And I like that quote. Like I never I think back that's a, a
1: little point. bit over dramatic. Like you have to look yeah. behind you sometimes. No, I agree, but I do like the quote Literally. a little
0: bit yeah I, I mean, like yeah, it. you can't grow as a human if without looking at your past, I don't think but, yeah, yeah, yeah
1: i this was very deep from golly, and I think that uh, you know, maybe Harriet actually, you know what Harriet, very observant kid, very curious kid. I think that that's all incredibly admirable, and I would encourage that, and I think that's awesome in anyone, but i I don't know if, like all of the wisdom that golly had translated fully because yeah. it was like very philosophical and not necessarily meant to be taken literally
0: no i agree with that um yeah and then but she takes the advice she yes. goes to Janie's place and crawls through the window
1: and then Janie See, drops. no the- you this is where i knew she didn't learn because <laughs> 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 and she
0: does the same thing like she's she's still peeping around like harriet learn you your lesson
1: knock on the freaking front door or ring yeah. the bell There were doorbells in 1996. You could ring the bell and go in the front and don't. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I don't know what that's about. And, um, you know, I'm sure that, like, in the context of the movie, they probably, like, figured it out. But, um, yeah, that was, uh, I I thought that we'd get more growth. But you know what? It was kind of fun that she climbed. Like, the 90s were a big time for climbing in windows. So really was. Tatiana says choices, mm-hmm. <laughs> choices. Yes. choices. Um,
0: so Janie <laughs> kicks her out of the room. And then Harry's like, I'm sorry, Janie. Like <laughs> She like, is very like, doesn't feel sincere, but.
1: Yeah, I look, Harry tried here, but you know, you can't really like if you're apologizing and I appreciate this about Janie and sport where there was never a thought of like let me uh there was never a thought of like oh let me wait for you to accept my apology and harriet knew that you know you can't force someone to accept your apology you just kind of have to give it and like then see what happens after that and uh that's kind of what we got here from from the janie situation and then again uh back to sport right after that we see harriet go up to first of all i don't like um sports family's uh her, sports yeah i guess uh, sports family's front door situation yeah no i don't like that like either. they were peeping she was peeping through the little mail the mailbox, mail yeah. thing mail hole it seems like a yeah. security concern
0: <laughs> yeah no uh especially like in an apartment like yeah Someone's like car it. alarm is going off i don't know if you can hear that i don't know oh, no. check their car but, Yeah,
1: somebody, uh, it's probably harriet it's harriet when car. she bumped into that car <laughs> honestly i think that oh gosh the alternate universe of like where are these people these characters yeah. now is kind of scary
0: for sure yeah Harry, uh, but we find Harriet's, out
1: that there's yeah. so many different ways that could have gone for her
0: she might be in prison probably no i
1: i mean it, it, at this rate <laughs> yeah I don't know. um Mostly. we
0: find out that sports dad got 10k from like a writing Thing uh, and Harriet is caught spying, and uh, Sports Dad is like, "Oh, Harriet, come to dinner. We'll get, uh, we'll go to heaven with a side of French fries." And Sports like, he, "She's not invited."
1: <laughs> Ooh, uh, and he's like, "Don't you want to wait for Harriet to talk, like to to like respond?" Like, no,
0: she's not allowed. She's um,
1: canceled, Dad.
0: <laughs> Sport was the first person to cancel someone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Trailblazer. <laughs> Um, yeah
1: oh that's so sad to see him i'm i'm glad though that this was like a happy moment for their for for sport and his dad especially because um that was sad it's sad that he had to lose a friend in harriet at least temporarily yeah
0: Yeah. so then he closed the door on harriet and harriet whispers i'm sorry i don't think she sport would be able to hear that like logically but he definitely does in the contents of the story
1: he has great years he's young true
0: yeah, he hasn't yeah. listened to like ten years of podcasts. I was gonna like, say, also, like,
1: pre- this was also pre-earphone. I think they had like yep. the headphones, which are a lot better for your hearing. But yeah, he, yeah. I'm good. his his ears are probably sh- were sharp. That character yeah. probably still has great ears at at that rate because he didn't damage really? them with these headphones. Yeah, it's rough.
0: And then Marion has the whole class over for Rachel's mom's cake, and they're like, hmm. "I don't want to be here." So they all leave, except for Rachel and Marion. And here in this moment, I made a realization on the first watch, that the purple socks kid looks like a young Timothy Chalamet.
1: I, I don't know. If Whoa! You saw that. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. No, I didn't. But okay. I mean, maybe
0: if someone watches this movie, it. check it out and see what you think
1: i think so i <laughs> purple sock boy with purple socks uh i don't know how to say the actor's name but his Dav name's like right? Do- dov Tief, uh, i'll say tiefenbach yeah that uh, sounds weird to me. yeah he and you know what there was a i like i found him he's on instagram gramming and doing the things and you know there were there might be some pictures where he looks more like Timothy Chalamet, where he was like late, like a few years later when he's a little bit older. He was wearing it, yeah. was he wearing a hat most of the time though?
0: Yeah. Maybe that's that why I didn't
1: see it. Because I always, when I think of Timothy Chalamet, you it's think like of the hair. He has like a, it's like a very specific flow. So yes. I never
0: got the Timothy Chalamet hype, but then I saw a photo mm. of him with short hair. I'm like, oh, okay, I can kind of see it.
1: Yeah. No, I. The hair I, just I, looks I've like slimy. Ooh. You know he listens to your podcast.
0: Uh, I'm sorry, Timothy. I'll apologize <laughs> to Zendaya, but not you, actually.
1: Ooh, uh, there's going to be a, a feud here. fight. You're yeah. going to get some uh, mean tweets from all Dea the shallow stands. Cow-
0: yeah, <laughs> come at me,
1: Shallow. I don't know what they call them. Uh, I don't even know what they call Timothy Shabalgoo. Are you serious? Yes. I'm so sad that I know that now. I wish I didn't bring I'm sorry, uh, here you'll
0: forget it in a week and then you'll this listen is to the podcast.
1: Podcasting ruining my life. Yeah. I'm I oh my gosh. I'm gonna podcasting have to skip over this. Part. Sometimes. I'm gonna write down the time codes of this <laughs> on the podcast just so I could skip over about a minute or two.
0: Yeah. Um, but then the next day at school, Harriet makes an impassioned speech to Miss Elson to see if someone else can write the news letter. She doesn't nominate herself and Purple Socks kid nominates Harriet and Sport and Jamie back her up. Um, mm-hmm. and then the entire class votes for Harriet and like Marion is not thrilled but then we, Harriet writes the newsletter she breaks out the typewriter for this uh, mm-hmm. she she does like some gossipy things but then she also says that um, in writing there's a retraction and she would like to retract all the statements made in a notebook about people's parents, people's like what she said about, like she mentioned Marion specifically
1: um, but, Yeah. yeah yeah and
0: then, we get... oh, go she, ahead.
1: Needed, she needed that and i'll also just throw in that like the the boy with the purple socks I, by the way by this point in the movie i could not remember what his purple thing was and i was looking at him like is he the boy with the purple hat no is it a, like i couldn't remember for the life of me um but he made a great point here and i love this like he was saying if we only listen to one person's opinion we won't get anywhere we're not going to get you know we're and it's a good good life lesson you know Agreed. i didn't yeah. i didn't know we'd get that from the character whose name we never got but we got it and I, I love it
0: yeah for sure and then we closed out with like the the pageant a little bit and then a uh-huh. dance party to get up off of that thing that's such a good song <laughs> it is i'm gonna close out the podcast with that song <laughs> oh thank you yes um but uh no and then i love how Janie's stink bomb goes off at the end
1: yeah that was aggressive (laughs) yeah Yeah, that was a lot i don't know i okay i like the callback yeah i don't i just don't know why (laughs) i want to know though i want to understand why You know what? Maybe that was, like, their way of getting back at everybody, you know? Like, everyone's horrible. Let's stink them out.
0: Yeah. Maybe it was, like, her dig at her parents for not, like, being there. Maybe she was, like... Probably,
1: that's probably part of it, and to everyone else's parents, for having kids that would ultimately bully Harriet.
0: Agreed, yeah. Maybe. But, um, yeah, that's the entire movie. I have a couple of discussion points that we didn't hit on, but if you have any final thoughts on the movie itself...
1: (sighs) Final okay. I don't have I will never have final thoughts on this movie. Okay. I will establish that. But on the movie overall, that's a great question. Um, I think that this is a really strong movie in a lot of ways. Like it's not a typical plot line. It definitely was of the time in terms of like the spy thing and kind of not only capitalizing on, on that, but like really building that for kids because that wasn't a big like, I don't know. there. Are, I'm sure there are other spy movies and shows and things that came after it. But I wonder if for kids, this was like one of the first that kind of popped up. Or maybe it wasn't. Maybe it's been, this has been thing for years and years. But I thought that was really awesome. And I think that, again, like there are a lot of deep emotional themes. There are a lot of, you know, again, I think that this movie is definitely a good like movie to put a trigger warning before and yeah. a content warning just to like, for people to know what they're getting into because there's a lot of kind of like dark stuff that you wouldn't see as like you wouldn't recognize on the first watch but i do appreciate that they actually like really went for it and went there and i think it was a really pretty intelligent movie some things they they're able to fit in the humor and the deep topics and so i'm i i like this and i would like i would watch it again which is how which is probably saying a lot because i wouldn't watch a lot of movies again or even for the first time
0: so uh, one of my discussion points, besides one uh-huh. of the sad face emoji, why waste a kit for one minute of screen time? Uh-huh. Uh, my other note that we haven't hit on is the scatting. There was a lot of scatting in this movie.
1: Yeah, the music was a uh, very. Uh, it was a, uh, like what was the? I wrote this down because was, was all over the place. The like, music there was, like, was
0: Latin like vibes at one point. There was scatting I... throughout.
1: Yeah, I. Oh yeah, and well, I didn't the. Catman also scat. Maybe a little bit, yeah. Probably in his like, I know I feel like there was like a as yep. he was like doing his entire like feeding the cats or whatever. Um, but yeah, the music is very funky. And you know what? I'm sure I feel I I look, I wanna look this up, but I feel like there were also a lot of black artists, which Nickelodeon <laughs> in the 90s had a lot of like black representation on like all that in terms of a lot of the music that they used yeah um so i thought that was interesting it was interesting i couldn't find like the opening song on shazam i tried to do it but um yeah they have like a there was a, like definitely like a i don't know if it was like lo-fi hip-hop beats in some parts but like definitely some hi-fi hip-hop beat like it was it was interesting yeah they did a thing. No. I like the the
0: vibe, and like you said, uh, Nickelodeon did a good job of like showcasing black artists. Um, I also know yeah. I looked up the composer; it's an Iranian guy. So like, oh. they did good at like showcasing like different towns of different uh, ethnicities and cultures and colors. Amazing,
1: um, we love that. Like I think
0: Nickelodeon might have been the most progressive of the of the channel. But I did watch Motocross, which was a very progressive movie, I guess too.
1: So, oh my gosh. You know. I never even no. I have never seen motocross. Movie. I had I never seen it until last night either. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you're you're watching other movies without me. You're cheating on me. I'm sorry, Matt. I I had to. i uh, Someone had to podcast with Jordy. Wouldn't be me. Gordy. <laughs> Over it. No. Papa Jordy. No. i He's my enemy. Oh, Full that's enemy. your
0: beef. It's not AJ. Um, i'll beef
1: everybody if i have to i'll be just like harriet like i'll i need i have so many burn notebooks, actually like i have like the, i have literally like you could probably see like actually you probably can't i don't see too many I notebooks on it. my shelf behind me but like i, I have so many notebooks i'm basically yeah, I've actually harriet. been taking notes
0: all, all movie long or all recording long and i have uh my own burn book as well
1: Ugh. no yeah no, Nothing. what did you write about me?
0: Oh my gosh, you have a—you actually have your your burn book. Well, it says a uh, Brazilian dragon. Right? What did you I write? T- sometimes what I take. You t- write,
1: huh? Huh? Hand, give it to me. I... Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Read... Oh my Let's god, the first page tag. is James
0: and the Giant Peach notes, and that movie was terrible. Huh.
1: Read a read a line from it, you know. From um, the this is getting bots really exciting. have
0: James clean up at night. He eats Ooh. slices of peaches and gets
1: inside with the bugs who sing. It's very factual. It is. You I like
0: to take my say, notes and then I have a discussion you know what? section.
1: Actually, that this brings up a good point. Um wh- why don't you think Harriet went for like more faction factual notes? I don't know, honestly. Uh she, she really just went for the jugular. Yeah, she she was her
0: her journalism is more opinion based, less fact based. <laughs> um I was like, gonna
1: say journalism, but how do you feel
0: about Chappelle? We don't respect Harriet as a journalist. Not gig. Wait, no I don't Chappelle. respect Chappelle. Uh, Chappelle put out a tweet recently that uh, Rob doesn't respect him as a journalist. Oh, and... I know.
1: Chappelle sent me messages that I don't respect him as a journalist. Uh, but you know, I don't. You know, I, I, I don't. What would Harriet's Chappelle Twitter be like right no. now
0: today? Like, do you think she would just be dragging people left and right on Twitter? <laughs>
1: i'm so glad that this movie is not set now because i don't want that like that's not that's the thing this is the thing like if this were in twitter age all these kids would have twitters tweeters twitter twi- whatever they call it and the like they would all constantly be driving people i will say this though I could relate, you know, because I remember in my childhood um, we had like a thing called Zenga, which was like a blog that you put in your thoughts. I don't know if that was a thing for for you. I'm trying to youth. think because I
0: definitely recognized the logo when you said it. But I don't think oh. I was different on Zenga.
1: Good did for you because you, we was yeah,
0: Yak before your. After it was your
1: it was in okay. my, when I was in college. Yeah, Yak was
0: in high school for us, and I was like that. Harriet would be a menace on there.
1: Yeah, so I just think like you know what I think a lot of uh. Here's the thing. If if Harriet were on Twitter, she would be so done. People would be so over her. Because you take those thoughts from your notebook where most people don't see them or ever hear them to like the world. And either she'll be she'll go viral and be really popular and like get a pod and start a podcast, or um, you know. Yeah. I don't know what she would do. I don't know. She just seems like a menace to society, and I'd probably block her up front. I love it. Like, she, she don't even get a chance. You just get blocked. She did it to herself. Yeah. No, she had a chance. It was this yeah. movie. And it's I true. know... Avoid.
0: So, uh, what I like to do here on The Brazilian Dragon is an MVP Uh-oh. and an LVP of the movie, and then rating the movie zero to five stars. So, as the guest, you can start. Who is your MVP
1: of the movie? My MVP of the movie? Let me look in my little uh, burn book here. Because, <laughs> you know what? My MVP of the movie... It's tough because there are probably a few, but the one who jumps out is definitely sport. Uh or not I want to say sport. It's sport slash Gregory Smith. Um okay. and the actor because he was so good. Like from the beginning, I could just he was oozing charisma. And it's funny because he was in, you know, like a lot of these actors were in things after the fact, of course. They were kids and they were young. And I'm sure there were some who never went on to do anything else, probably because they didn't want to, but like he just was so fun, even from the first scenes where he's like fake vomiting and like you know, I just liked all the energy that he brought. And then as a character, I think that you know, like to be a simp to be a goofy character, but then a sympathetic character, but then also you're able to pivot and give us the range of being like a hated character in terms of just being like this upset kid who had your best friends. You know, trashing you, I I'm a fan. That's my that's my long answer that you probably were okay. No,
0: I'm happy. Like I love when people explain their thoughts. Yeah. Uh, my thinking. So I I, I picked my people out before we recorded, but after recording mm-hmm. with you, I still stand by my decision to pick Dolly, cool. but okay. I only because she was the emotional core of the movie and I think a central figure in the story and the plot, and she yeah. was like a good influence on Harriet when she was around. But also then we talked about her lying and her apologizing line and like a couple other things that were like, golly, what's happening here? So I'll give my supporting MVP
1: to Janie because we love a black woman in STEM. We do. We do. And you know what? I'll also say, I think that my biggest issue with golly and, you know, she, she was actually kind of like an, um, an LVP candidate for me because I think if she would have like transitioned out a little bit more smoothly, yeah, honestly, this movie might well not have happened.
0: I also consider Golly for my LVP because I feel like I she did. left very abruptly and her leaving she was did. the impotence for uh, all this stuff happening.
1: Yeah, I think that maybe we could blame Golly for. Yeah. I mean, it's not fair to blame the parents. They're the worst. Um, but yeah, I, I, there's so there's a, a world where this didn't have to happen. I also <laughs> did consider
0: the therapist as well. Um, as uh, an actually, MVP or MVP? MVP. Okay. Um, for, for M, for just to back Janie up a little bit, I joke with my friends. They have a three-year-old. Uh, he's almost three. He's uh, Henry. Uh, he's the patron baby. Um, and he's oh, a very man. smart kid. He can read. He can write. And I oh, say that gosh. he's smarter than me um Janie is also a child character who's smarter than me
1: yeah Yes. no easily and uh, me too mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not just smarter than you me too um uh, but yeah I I uh I think Janie was really fun yeah. I I was a fan I'm just thinking about what really jumped out I mean to me the biggest things with Janie um and I talked about like gender a little bit but I just liked that um I guess my favorite thing about Janie was that she was just like her self. Like she was so much her character and she wasn't a, she wasn't like, she didn't feel like she was being forced into like a gendered character or a box or anything like that. And then just like all, all of it was just so powerful. And I think, you know, we also have to just like stand a nerd and stand someone who's not afraid to be different and be themselves and like explore and, be smart so yeah i'm i'm all about that
0: yes um and then lvp matt do you do you have your lvp ready or do you want me to go first
1: uh you should go first okay so like i said in our
0: messages to each other that sometimes people go outside of the box and this is another example of that i put uh the producers of this film for not having more eartha kit (laughs) Ah! (laughs) but Because honestly, I feel like a lot of these people were unlikable, but also like yeah. the theme of the podcast is Shades of Grey, and I feel like it was hard to pick someone as my sole LVP, because I feel like there wasn't everyone did things that I didn't like. Yeah. Um, and I just couldn't pick between evil. So then I was like, wait, but Eartha Kit deserved more screen time, and I'm a big Eartha Kit fan, so um, I was like, I mean, Yizma is one of my favorite characters of all time. Uh, so I was just like, the producers, you did us dirty. You teased well, Eartha Kitt in the in, yeah. the, in the intro, Dude, and then yeah. I was so excited for her. I was waiting for her all movie. She pops up and like, "Oh, she'll come back," and she never came back. It's for one second.
1: I mean, footage. she was in bed the entire time. So... I mean, that
0: is a, that is a standable queen. Like, yeah, if I could be it's... in bed all day.
1: Yep. Yeah, I mean, same. But like, also, it's limited. You know. I mean, she could probably. Do it, and she could probably like have a whole movie where she's just in the same bed. But you know, I could see the limitations in a movie like this in a kid's movie. You know, you want like energy, you want action, you don't just want an earthquake in a bed, yeah. Um, but I get it, I hear where you're coming I from, too. An Naomi, icon, and I she was probably paid, paid,
0: yeah, beautifully for so even this, just, this uh, uh, outside of the box thinking comes from the great Naomi Calhoun who on the oh. Naomi movies one time. Uh, wrote the writers as her LVP uh, for something for like a racist joke that they put in so
1: oh yeah. well I, I, Justified. Look, if, if I started yeah. to go there in terms of LVPs then we'd have You're a long a list of people who have to be dragged yeah. but um no like I, I actually want to ask a follow up not to make this question more difficult for you but like is there a character that you would say is the, your LVP <sighs> hmm I know that you really wanted to not do that. (laughs) I think
0: Harriet did gain my sympathy when she was being bullied. Like what she did wasn't nice. And then like her rampage against people when she was like a one woman wrecking ball was like not kind either. But I I really didn't like, I'm going to give it to this. I'm like, part of me is like kind of joking because he was very irrelevant, but the kid who started the chain of events that got Harriet painted on and like, that like he he wasn't a part of the character, but he was the one who whispered to like the first girl. Oh, because uh, then that like I really hated that scene. Like everything, like the lack of consent. Everyone was like jumping on yeah. her. Uh, it was really hard to watch. So yeah, like and the then kids the kids that t- moment. Uh. Yeah, I, I like if I could pinpoint that moment, like uh, all the kids involved in that scene, I guess would get my LVP, even if like they have redeemable qualities later.
1: You know what? You're. I'm so glad that um you share that because so on paper i have on paper this is not my actual lvp because i just changed my mind on paper my lvp is harriet and um i've dragged her enough don't need to keep going with that listen we love
0: we love lvp in the main character like I but do Little.
1: i don't think she deserves that because i think even in the context of like of her as a character there's so much that she's a child. Well of course she's a child like most of these characters and there's a lot that's out of her control and her parents influence it and golly does and like a lot of adults do things that make kids the way that they are or like influence the way that kids show up and so i can't even really blame harriet here as much as i love dragging her um but i'm gonna give my lvp to miss elson because From the beginning of the movie. Hold on, hold on. I'm getting fired up. I'm getting fired up right now because this is really, this just hit me. So Miss Elson from the beginning of the movie is celebrated by Harriet. Harriet has a lot of great things to say about her. Harriet also mentions that she thinks that Miss Elson's likely to go on a quote unquote psycho killing spree. That's her words, not mine. And I feel like you know, for the most part, Harriet admires her. She likes her. She's positive. That was like the one comment she made that wasn't nice. Miss Olson doesn't really do she much to have anything. Harriet's back here, and I think I get—I'm so fired up because so often as a kid, you look to adults for guidance, for support, for reassurance, whatever it might be. Miss Elson was like, I think in the moment Harriet would say that Miss Elson's great, probably in retrospect, would realize all of like the trauma that Miss Elson fueled between like the pat downs, the notebook checks, the hey everyone, keep keep rubbing in the blue paint uh situation, um, and all of that. So I have to give it to Miss Elson. She's I, just I not actually doing would it for like me. that dick. Um get out, leave, Miss Elson. Like JoJo says. Yeah. Yeah, you deserve to get paid more because all teachers do, but don't, don't get it twisted. You have to go in the LVP jar. Is it a jar? Was she in the painting scene? Like, what was she doing? Oh, she like tried to like. No, she was saying in the background. She was like, "Oh, kids, help! Be everyone, help out! Be helpful! Just rub, rub, rub rub the paint in." Like, it was not. Yeah, yeah. I wrote this down because I wrote. Are there no principals at the school? (sighs) (laughs)
0: like you would think harry would be sent to the principal's office for cutting laura's hair and like doing all the other things um i don't know yeah
1: that would be a little bit too slow for this movie i think i think that like the i mean maybe that would make sense but then you know there are a lot of movies where the principal ends up being a big character like i don't know School of Rock definitely. I, I'm thinking of Snow Day, it was that's which the other was another one that you movie I was for me. thinking about, yeah, right. And that's then you, another you, you one.
0: Messaged me like a couple days later, being like, No, I did some research and I don't want to talk about this movie.
1: I was like, This is actually a horrible movie, uh, not horrible, like, uh, I don't know if it's like cancel horrible, but just like literally a horrible movie on Rotten Tomatoes. And yeah, I think that there's just something to be said for like good adults. So I do appreciate your, in all seriousness, I I think that golly is probably a solid um mvp only sucks that she wasn't there more right so like you're so good that you not being there takes points away from you like whereas with the parents like if they were completely gone and if there were new parents like that would probably be a good thing maybe but um you know i think that this was uh i don't know I i i i think that this cast overall was like so everyone brought something to it and uh the only thing is just like one it's weird they only had the one teacher but you know yeah i guess maybe that's i think that might have been what things i think i remember that back in the day like we had like For the sure. one homeroom teacher or whatever who us yeah. basically everything so
0: yeah um, awesome. and then our final thing that we have to take care of uh before Uh-oh. we wind things down how would you score this movie zero to five stars
1: I'm going to give it four. I'm going to give it four because it has staying power. I think it's a very iconic movie. It's definitely very memorable. It had its place in the culture when it comes to just like the, the spy stuff. Michelle, this was really Michelle Trachtenberg's, not her first thing, because I I know she was in stuff before this, but this was her time to shine and she went on to do Buffy and a bunch of other things that were huge. She's still working so clearly something was going right there rosie o'donnell was in this movie and i have a feeling she would have been in it more if she wasn't as famous as she was at this point um the child actors were all really great and i think that they all you know most of everyone who was featured really brought something in that sense so i'm giving it that four yeah um and i just also think like even now watching back there are definitely things that we would cancel and say like, Oh, let's change this up. Or at least let's make it clear that this is not right. um, Or this behavior is like problematic. Um, But I think that this could be a good movie to like show kids just like to walk them through and kind of add caveats and everything. So maybe I'm being generous with a four, but um, a four.
0: Yeah. So uh, I think our discussion elevated the movie for me. Like I originally had it as a Uh, 2.5, but between this discussion and like all the themes that we talked about and then also um i have to pay my respects even though i did not grow up on this movie i grew up on a lot of other nickelodeon movies mm-hmm. so i have to pay you. my respects because this is the trailblazer so i'm gonna yeah. give it a three that's uh just because i don't know matt
1: gave me the eyes He's i like, i wish that yeah that was a look That do, was. Do you want me look. to give
0: it 3.25 you can convince me
1: Sure. I mean I yeah, I do think it deserves 3.25. Okay, because... I will give it a 3.25 only for you, Matt. Oh,
0: no, give me
1: Okay. No, I think I think I think like I could be
0: sold that. I think the discussions and the thematic elements, I think it was like very big for like gender representation and racial Matt. Dis- de- Racial representation, except for the mm-hmm. the family in the
1: bodega. <laughs> I um, was gonna say they didn't. They didn't actually. I don't think they did great with racial representation. True. So maybe you want to go back down. To I, will, three.
0: I will. I uh, will <laughs> rewind, backpedal that statement. But Janie is a yeah. black queen in STEM. So
1: yeah, she, uh, right. exactly and you know what? That is actually. I mean, in a world where you would get and there zero were representation, at least kids. Huge.
0: It wasn't an all white classroom. There was like no. Rachel. There was Laura. There was um yeah. Janie. Of course, so there were like yeah. other kids that like were more diverse. There could have been more diversity, of course, but like for for a kids' movie, I feel like I'm trying to think. Oh no, School of Rock had had. A and it makes classes.
1: sense that her parents were white, you know. And it yeah. makes I get like lot. It, I think it it all it's it feels it gave me realistic, you know. But like I think that there representation, was probably
0: at least it was like.
1: Pretty good. Well, the gender representation was really strong, but even like the diversity of the like it looks very familiar, the yeah. diversity, black sure. or lack of diversity there. No, so I don't sure. have a problem yeah. with that. I got I know, got too excited about
0: Janie sense. and I, I
1: overstepped but like <laughs> Well, no, I mean it's huge because like even at that time having that care that one character for kids I think yeah. is um is a big deal. And that was not a thing that we got a lot of so I mean, even just to have a little bit of that, uh, yeah. I, Janie was strong representation. In the other two, um, between pinched face and uh, Rachel. and wanting to be Marion Hawthorne, yeah. she never not, got not punished
0: right. for what she said, she did like she, she was like left off the carved desk list.
1: Yeah, that's really sad actually that she got left off. But you know what, I think by getting Marion Hawthorne, you're also getting Rachel yeah. Hennessy, which by yeah. the way, what a last name. Tennessee. yeah there we go um
0: do you have any final thoughts on the movie or do you want to start like doing plugs um
1: you know what there's i don't think i have any like big new final thoughts on the movie i honestly there are like so many particular things from this movie and i mentioned to you beforehand like having 15 pages of typed notes but then also like a notebook of other notes here yeah. and oh, yeah you know, have 15 pages of notes can we talk about that yeah, we could talk about it. Do you want me to just go through and read them all?
0: No, I don't think we need that. But, like, okay. what? I, I just, like, love the dedication to, like, guesting on this podcast that you,
1: like... Well, I mean, it's, like... And also, I, I think it's probably, like, a size 13 font. But okay. it's, like, it's still thir- 15 Single space or double exp- spaced. Um, a Single space, I okay, want to so say. I export it from my Notes app. So whatever is, like, the default for okay. that is what it was. But, you know, I... There was just so much that kind of blew my mind watching this back. And I think most of my notes probably are just like literally what was happening. But then yeah. also there are a lot of all caps of like, what the hell is going on here? Um, and so that was wild. And you know what? This movie just gives me a lot to think about. Like, even as I look at my notes from like the second time watching through, it is just like it's interesting. There's so much you could break down. Like the fact that they didn't even have cell phones at this point is a thing. And the fact yeah. that like the like would Harriet have a notebook? The, I love the you I think you started off maybe on this podcast, or maybe I did, but just like the fantasy we call it in like pro wrestling, like fantasy booking. I'm not a pro wrestler. I have a pro wrestling podcast. I said that two hours ago. You yeah. might remember that. Just a reminder. Um, but yeah, like fantasy booking of like, ooh, what happened to Harriet? Where is she now? And I love that. And I think that this movie also has the fact that it was pre-cell phone. Again, I mentioned pre-9-11, which is is notable in the sense that parents like really kind of like locked down on their kids and watched them a lot more closely after that historically and yeah. um yeah this was like uh this is a lot of fun to break down and i'm sad that there wasn't a sequel yeah well i mean there is the
0: the harriet the spy blog wars uh, I, like <laughs>
1: michelle i just would like to see what like harriet would have learned going into um going into the next uh into the next uh like after this because you're assuming that harriet really learned a lot from what happened here i wonder but actually that reminds me so you mentioned at the top of the podcast the video interview that michelle trachtenberg did yeah you know, if, if you that.
0: stuck with us for the last two hours uh <laughs> so my 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 reason for looking seeking that out was i yeah. wanted to know if michelle trachtenberg and rosie o'donnell kept in touch that was, that was the big
1: question from that interview. Yeah. And um definitely, yeah. So wait, what were your reactions to so just as context for people, it was like an eight-minute clip. I only watched the Harry Spy I stuff. I didn't Yeah. it. It's an eight-minute but... clip about like Michelle Trachtenberg's career a little bit because yeah, she started uh, she started hosting
0: ago. uh meet mary murder like this one yeah, meet, mur-
1: yeah meet meet mary murder uh which is definitely very spy aligned in my mind yeah. i thought that was a good fit uh but you know the first few minutes she's uh well actually the teaser clip at the beginning was about harriet the spy and then there were a couple minutes where she was talking about it but what did you well i I start by asking you what you thought about this clip
0: i thought it was adorable that she got so choked up thinking about like her happy memories and like her birthday on set and like her love of rosie o'donnell and she's she made it sound like she's not really on instagram that much but she like got on instagram to text rosie o'donnell that was Um, my interpretation of it yeah um and like she like had held her newborn uh during filming or something so she, she has Harriet, rever- yeah. reverence
1: for her. Harriet, I keep calling her Harriet. Uh, Michelle Trachtenberg, apparently, in that interview, she talks about holding a few people's newborns. Yeah. I think, uh, what's her name? Sarah, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller, because they yeah. worked together in Buffy. Um, but, you know, the, the thing that I kind of took away, so she gets choked up talking about the movie and has a lot of great things to say about Rosie O'Donnell. Also says that they were, like, the, the movie was really demanding and asking a lot of a child, and that makes yeah. sense for... Any ten year, nine ten year old who's filming a movie like this, I don't um, think she'd
0: be opposed to vocalizing that. Like more like if there was actually yeah. like, bad stuff because she has been noted to like talk about her experience on Buffy. Like yeah, so,
1: yeah. I I wonder. I really wonder. Like how, I always wonder about child actors and actresses and how they kind of feel out of this stuff. But it was nice to see that she still like had nice things to say about it. And I I would love to read like I I if anyone has any interviews again audience participation. Um if anyone has any like interviews or videos or links or Felipe if you do too like send them to me because I am very curious about how she t- has talked about this movie. Um and you know what I again I mean if she's up for it, we could watch this movie again and do a podcast where it's Michelle Trachtenberg talking about her.
0: Yeah, no, I would movie. love to interview like her if like, she was open to that. And I have we'll get her. I have a phenomenal interviewer here. To do it with me if you're interested. We'll get her. Oh, yeah.
1: oh, <laughs> I, you're such I a big-time re-
0: podcaster. You have two uh, rehab ups already. So, like, I didn't yeah. realize
1: you were talking about – I literally – I don't know what it, I didn't realize you were talking about me when you said that, to be honest. I don't know where my brain was, but I was like, oh, wait, thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I'm happy to just tune in. And, you know what? I no. do have questions. For you her. have questions, Matt. You, have I have notebooks. The I have binders You have 15 full of pages questions. of notes. I'm sure you, you can. And you know what? I do want to, I have so much I want to know from Michelle. I don't, we'll get her. We'll yeah. get her. She can't be too hard to get, find, yeah. you know?
0: Let's just hope she doesn't have an appearance fee.
1: And if she does, we'll cry, We'll, we'll, Go we know me. that the listeners yeah. will. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like yeah. someone's a, maybe, you know what? Maybe Janie's a billionaire and could give maybe. us uh, her yeah. science money and, and fund with us with the Nobel Peace Prize. That would be great.
0: Yeah. Uh, Matt, that. where can people keep up with you? Like, tell us about oh your tuber hap ups y- and like me
1: all the things you're going on. Going... I'm nervous. I don't like to talk about myself at all, Felipe. So,
0: okay, this is I've never uh, been on a podcast before. Where, this is my question for you, my hard-hitting journalism question.
1: Oh, but I love questions.
0: Are you opposed to doing a like going on the Terran show and talking about yourself as no. a Pod Friends, or would you do like a Pod Friends where you interview yourself? Like, so Matt, tell me about mm. your life. Well, actually, Matt. Like,
1: if I ever do a an episode of my show Pod Friends where I interview other podcasters and people in the Rob Has a Podcast world, and I interview myself, just get that episode pulled, get that scrape <laughs> from the internet, and you know, like if, 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 seriously, like just just check up on me because I, I, that's that would be a lot, but I would be happy to do interviews with people. I don't know if it would be the Terran show or what or if anyone wants to come on Pod Friends and interview me if that's well, a thing.
0: It's coming over there. I will do like uh kind of like actors on actors. Like we throw podcast questions back
1: questions that no i mean you could ask me questions on podcasts and you could always do that but i definitely um yeah i'm like happy to interviews. and the thing is like too i have outside of the context uh, i don't talk about this and people are like oh you should do a podcast interview but like outside of the context of uh rob has a podcast like i've been i've been interviewed about like myself and things so i'm happy to share and I think it's just a matter of time. So maybe we'll get there. Uh maybe Taryn will call me. But you know, anyone could interview me. And I'm not that hard to get on, like get on your podcast yeah. at all. I'm easy to easy to see. find. You know who should interview? AJ Norris. <laughs> no, I would never let him interview me. <laughs> he no. No, I think because he's, like, he's too smart. I think the whole time he would be asking questions in a way that would actually be shading me, but I'm not smart enough to realize that he'd be me. I relate shading to me. that
0: energy so hard that like, oh, I'm not yeah. smart enough to pick up when people are making fun of me.
1: Specifically AJ, though, is kind of where I where I feel it. So yeah. you know, I but no, that'd be great. So pod friends on RHAP, there's a pod friends podcast feed. Um, you could actually suggest guests for pod friends, um, if you go to my little link um bit.ly that's bit.ly dot L-Y slash pod friends nom like nomination and um follow at hey pod friends you could follow me on social media at matt scott gw especially on twitter um but the other thing is i'm the co-host of the wrestling or half up wrestling podcast i did the i did my plugs like at the start of the show too so people probably know this already but um yeah i, I have a great time talking about are you the wrestling. only one who has
0: access to the pod friends nomination forum
1: yeah okay
0: i'm gonna hit submit on my uh michelle Trachtenberg.
1: (laughs) (laughs) i was like yeah i'm my own producer uh editor no i uh, was like if sam is gonna
0: see this then i don't want to put this joke answer in oh no
1: i'll i'll show sam like whatever from pod friends um speaking of shout to sam moore who has who texted uh, the, recent, the minute ago, and uh, what do you say?
0: let uh, expose. I, no, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. kidding.
1: Expose him. Uh, something uh, he he just said. Are, uh, where where are we supposed to talk this week? So I have to uh, respond okay. to him. Uh, so you never know. Maybe there's something in cooking. Uh, yeah, I was into cooking in the Maybe ask him
0: books. if he has connections to Michelle Trachtenberg. He did work in casting for a while. Hold on. Let me text him right now.
1: <laughs> um, on um while you do that, let me note. get my plugs out of the way. Yeah, please.
0: Um, So, the Brazilian Dragon feed uh, is where you can catch all the podcasts I'm doing. We're doing a lot of DCOM-type movies. like So, Harriet the Spy*. is not a DCOM, but it's in the same umbrella. Uh, Lately, we're doing that. So, uh, the Brazilian Dragon main feed on all platforms. We also are going to get back into what you're doing. Myself, Will, and Navi, and we're recording later this week. So, an episode should be in your feeds by the time you're getting to this. And lastly, the aforementioned AJ Norris, the agent of chaos, and Jay... (laughs) Have a Pretty Little Liars rewatch podcast no, on the Brazilian Dragon Network under the Dragon Babies feed or the Two Can't Keep a Secret feed. And AJ's never seen the show. Jay has seen it twice. This is their third time. And yes. yeah, so uh, just pure chaos on both the show from my understanding as the editor and also on the podcast itself. <laughs> um, it's a lot of fun to listen to. Um, and yeah, otherwise, nothing really in the hopper for me uh, Podcasting wise, outside of the Brazilian Dragon universe right now, but also check out Promised Land on Hulu. That's the show I worked on. And it would mean a lot if you checked it out, uh, gave some Latinx shows. But if you have it on mute in the background while you're going to bed, just binge it and act, the, act as the view. Um, but yeah.
1: And I can confirm that Sam Moore does not have connections that he knows of to Michelle Trachtenberg. Uh,
0: Sam, you had one job.
1: <laughs> yep. The uh, only job that he has. Yeah, it's not like helping he, us. He ha-
0: yeah. Um. Anyways, Matt, do you have a pop culture thing people should check out? I like to ask people what they're watching, what they're listening to, any like songs, music, TV shows that people should be watching.
1: Oh my gosh! Because uh, Matt
0: Scott recommended it. <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't know, actually. I'm the worst with pop culture stuff yeah. in general. Like that's the thing. If I watch it, you probably know about it because it's <laughs> going to be on a podcast. Um, but no, I mean, I am a book you're
0: reading or something. Uh,
1: you know what? There's there are so many books. Um, but actually, I'm and I'm big on I've been big on Audible lately. Wait, mm-hmm. hold on, hold on see this is why you need a book this is why you need a bookshelf behind you your yes. podcast so i uh, a book that i'd recommend all boys aren't blue by george m johnson it Ooh. is about his experiences as a black queer person um and or their experiences as a black queer person and talks about kind of even like um being a non-binary person as well and just like the journey that that involves of like even defining your pronouns and of like finding who you are and of establishing yourself in the world like not only in the black community but also as a queer in queer communities and like i relate so much to it as a black queer person and so um i'm glad that you mentioned books but honestly um i would if i had a plug for something like a pop culture thing i think that i would encourage people if you've never watched pro wrestling something about the wrestling wrap up. I plugged the podcast, but like, I would almost encourage you to check out one of the playlists of clips in our show notes and like watch the, watch the podcast after that, because it's so wild. It's so ridiculous. It's bananas. It's also super problematic, but we'd like to talk yeah. about all of it. And I think that, um, yeah, it's really campy. And I, I'm, as someone who loves drag race, for instance, like there are so many parallels, um, that a lot of people wouldn't even expect between wrestling and that and so you know maybe that's my recommendation beyond this yeah, really no. deep uh, probably award-winning book so i listen to the wrestling rap up and then
0: i'm just like always just like kind of confused because i don't watch wrestling i just enjoy the people that i'm listening to
1: um, all you need to do is watch the clips in the show notes we give you a playlist of all the clips <laughs> it's hard because
0: i don't like watching things on my phone but i listen to everything i don't really like watch the youtube but i will for you matthew i will Sorry, I used your government name. Uh,
1: uh, yeah. yeah, expose me. You have, to, you have to edit that out of the podcast because yeah. people didn't know my name is Matthew Scott.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> no, uh, the wrestling wrap was such a good time. I agree with everything you say, despite not knowing anything that's happening. <laughs> um, Stop. Um, <laughs>
1: but uh, thank you.
0: Yeah, and then for me, I guess pop culture. What am I?
1: Uh, yeah. Wait. 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 Let me ask. Uh, because I'm a parent, uh, someone said I'm an epic interviewer. You are. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, Felipe, wait, let me really like smooth out my voice right now. So, Felipe, what pop culture things would you recommend?
0: Um, if you haven't seen Zoe's extraordinary playlist, I I watched the movie for the first time this weekend, and I love that show. I think it's like very powerful. Like, so I, oh wow, I think it's like a beautiful story, and like talking, to, it does talk about grief a lot too. So. Uh, be in the right headspace, but you will cry a lot. You will laugh a lot. Ooh. You will want to dance. But I think it's a beautiful show, and I know that it's there's no longer going to be any more films or TV show episodes. But uh, it's it's a quick binge. It's like 24 episodes in a movie, so I really enjoy that show. Um, and it has like a ton of hotties. So look yeah. at that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, like I don't have, have you no seen clue. the show, Matt, or no? No. No, I, I, I was trying it, to like agree with you, but I was okay. like, I can't even pretend.
0: <laughs> like you said, you don't really pop culture, except for... I do.
1: I mean, I do though, like, we know I do. I literally podcast about pop culture. I just yeah. pot like it's a lot of reality TV. And yeah, that's the thing. When you're watching the, the fandom, you spend a lot of yeah. time
0: with reality TV that it's
1: hard or to or or taking breaks from it. Like, literally, Harriet the Spy has been my number one priority. I need to catch up on The Amazing Race and RuPaul's Drag Race and some other stuff, and so I'm gonna do that yeah uh, soon
0: so but. do you have a hashtag for this episode if people made it to the end should we do a uh oh, no. golly's
1: clothes golly's <laughs> outfit? no no uh that's a great question um we should do purple socks purple hat or something uh per, uh hashtag uh purple socks, purple pants purple purple hashtag purple socks i don't yeah there was a lot of foot action in this movie so <laughs> hashtag purple socks is what it's going to be cool, cool i'm cool. not using that yeah. hashtag, and also but... I, I don't
0: know if you plugged your own twitter uh in the last oh yeah matt hour, scott but... gw yeah.
1: that's me matt yeah.
0: scott and i'm at what the flip on all social media Matt, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate the two hours and thirty minutes that you spent on the podcast, let alone the hour that we spent chatting. Before. Is
1: this a rec- are we breaking any records? No, right No, the fiftieth
0: episode go? was like three and a half hours. Uh, it was a bracket, we though, so we
1: should have started recording when we actually logged on.
0: Yeah, but I probably would have edited some of that stuff out.
1: <laughs> I just want the records. That's all. Uh,
0: well, you can come back and try to break it anytime we'll work know.
1: on it we'll find yeah. the right movie i don't yeah. see as Honestly, like <laughs> you,
0: should,
1: you should be like let's talk about all
0: the lord of the rings
1: movies and then oh no <laughs> never haven't even seen them i've it's so embarrassing Pe- people would drag me and i haven't seen them
0: either oh that's a lie i watched like them half paying attention i think on my i watched one a at of weeks one ago. point maybe and then i watched one of them as a kid but like i could not tell you what happened in the lord of the rings so.
1: yeah yeah i did i mean look I did my best to, to keep you up tried. with this movie. It I can't do other effort. movies. And you know what? Again, you know you'll have me back when um, Michelle Trachtenberg is free. Yes, and of so, course. So we'll we can do like just a four-hour sure deep dive her. on her life. You know what? And if anyone is listening now – wait, no, no, no. I said hashtag purple socks is the hashtag. Uh, the actual hashtag is – hat. so if you stopped before now, you still think it's purple socks. But actually, the hashtag is hashtag um, – We want Michelle Trachtenberg. We want hashtag We want Michelle Trachtenberg. Yes, that's it.
0: Okay, it's kind of
1: long, but it works.
0: Yeah, we want her on the podcast. Trachtenberg Brazil or something? I don't know.
1: I want yeah. I just want it to be like very clear. Yeah, we want Michelle Trachtenberg. Let's do it. I want her to know it's her. So we want get it trending on Twitter. Yeah, make if you have enough characters to fit that. Yeah, go for it.
0: Yeah, but again, thank you so much and. To all my it. little dragon listeners out there, I still need a name for you all. Ooh, uh, thank you dragon... for supporting. I call them the dragon babies, but now that's the name of the feed that I'm not on. Like it's my network, but it's like, I'm not on it. So, dragon
1: slayers? No, that's taken. The
0: dragon eggs? No. Um, mm. The baby dragons? I don't know what you are. <laughs> huh. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. And thank you to Matt. Until next time. Bye. <laughs>